Hello, Dat Fam. It's your evil GM Ben here. Thank you so much for checking out Things in space. Currently, we're streaming and recording remotely so that we can all stay safe during COVID-19. If you're interested, you can support us by following or subscribing to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the dat network. Of course, the best way to directly support this podcast is to do the little things. Rate, follow, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is you're listening to us on. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sound and music you hear during the game, those are provided by Sirenscape. You can add those sounds and more when you download the Sirenscape desktop or mobile app. The app is for free and it comes with 10 sound sets that are included to get you started. Use the link in the description to let them know we sent you. Thanks again and I hope you really enjoy the show. Before we begin, I wanted to take a few moments to talk about the topics, themes, and story points our heroes will be facing tonight and how they may affect you. For those watching that don't live in the United States and might not know, our country is once again struggling with issues of racism, police brutality, and corruption of power. Over the course of our existence, we at the Dragons and Things Network have done our best to provide a safe outlet to escape the pains and strife of the real world by coming together through game, story, and community. We've built our DAT family on the principles of treating everyone with respect and love. But in case that message has not been made clear, we will make it so. On this channel, in this community, and in our hearts, we do not and will not allow racism of any kind. Personally, as a youth pastor, it is in direct opposition to my beliefs. Love for one another is something that should abound everywhere. In preparation for tonight's show, I have realized how closely many of the storylines in this particular part of the Dawn of Flame adventure path come to the real-world events taking place around our country. This coincidence was not anticipated, planned, or intended, but its existence gives us time to reflect. Role-playing games not only allow us to escape reality, but sometimes they help us deal with reality. It is our hope that as we go through the process of playing tonight in the wonderful universe and story written by Paizo, that we can face these problems as a community with love and support for powerful storytelling, characters, and each other. With that said, we would like to warn you that this episode in particular has surprising parallels to current events in our society. If you are struggling with any of these issues and feel that watching will not provide you any relief from the difficulties facing the world or yourself, please take time away from the show and care for yourself and know that we're with you. At the end of the day, we're just a bunch of goofy people playing a game online. We're not looking to stand on any soapbox now or ever. All we want to do is take some time to hang out with all of you, play a fun game, and tell a good story. If somewhere along the way we can learn something about ourselves, each other, or the world, well, that's pretty cool, too. Now we'll get to it. Thank you. It's Saturday. It's six o'clock. There's a tail hidden up in the stars, and all we have to do is reach up and grab it. Welcome to Things in Space. Yeah! Last time according to the ship's logs. The crew of the Scourge were locked in a bubble city of the sun called Asana Town. A paramilitary group had seized control of the government, police stations, and travel. The city itself was in a terrible situation. 
The majority of the inhabitants were scared and hid, while the few that agreed with this paramilitary group shouted with violence and contempt. When the oppressed are put down, someone steps in to protect, and that is just what the crew of the Scourge did. Their first encounter with this senseless violence occurred not a few blocks into the town, where they saw a group of Lashunta thrown to the streets, a Kasathan family. Blood boiled in the air, and the heroes wanted to react with force. Captain Phoenix, Phoenix spoke quickly and forcefully to the offenders, trying to ease the tension as there were civilians to take into account. Although she unfortunately was not able to change their minds, she did force them to leave the current situation. The Sothans, who valued the peaceful conclusion, were grateful to the heroes. They thanked the crew as Mog swiftly led them through the streets. They headed to the Church of the Burning Mother, a church of Serenray. Perhaps there, the Kasathan family could rest easy, safe, and sound. As they rushed to the safe haven, they discovered another horrible sight. The paramilitary group named the Sunrise Collective was set across from a group of innocent protesters. The place was a powder keg about to burst. In direct opposition to the Collective, the crew of the Scourge stood directly in front of their weapons. Detrian declared forcefully as he placed the leader's gun to his chest that they would not shoot the protesters. If they did, they would shoot him instead. The situation was pacified, once again not actually changing the opinion of the Collective, when Nono disguised herself as a small version of the group and told them to leave. The moment was saved, but the town itself was in an uproar. The streets were in chaos with creatures running and hiding. If these offenders thought they were helping the city, they were absolutely wrong. The crew worked their way to Tyres, Tyres's apartment, hoping to find Nib and discover what to do. As they entered, Nib was nowhere to be found, but a message indicated that she was being held at Checkpoint Labu. As they stepped in the street with the goal of rescuing Nib, the heroes ran across familiar faces. The same groups that they had fended off with words returned knowing that the crew had lied to them. Now, with no civilians around and no choice of peace, a battle ensued. The rude and ruthless perpetrators tried to box in their targets, but the crew of the Scourge would not tolerate them any longer. Abedzagak jumped into action, swinging their dashko and rugs to their full might. Little by little, the group destroyed the fiends as everyone did their part. And as the smoke cleared, the heroes stood resolute with the current collective defeated and one left alive for questioning. Now join me as we traverse the night sky. Mogaloidia looked into the mirror and stared back at himself. He blinked a couple of times and took a deep breath. He was feeling uncharacteristically nervous for his first day of Starfinder Academy, but mostly he was tempering his severe enthusiasm. The early access program to the Starfinder Society was difficult to get into for younger creatures. He was proud he had. Stepping outside the bathroom, he joined the massive crowd, all moving down the hallway towards the back of the building. The congregation moved through the open double doors and entered a large auditorium. Its white walls were paneled with sleek, expanding rectangular windows that illuminated the room with the natural beauty of Adari's outside world. Mogoloidia looked for a seat as close to the front as possible, finding one in the fourth row. He sat down in the cushioned chair. On his left was a tall, distinguished-looking Kasathan, and to his right, a large bag was placed on the seat, perhaps saving it. I am Mog. Good morning, new friend. Mog remarked to no response from the Kasathan. A few moments later, the crowd began to quiet. 
Admiral Melanda, a strong and unyielding Kasafan, had taken the stage. It wasn't often a high-ranking officer would speak at an orientation for new recruits, especially one as celebrated and active as Admiral, as Admiral Melanda. She spoke firmly from behind the scarf covering her face. The Kasafan tradition didn't hide the intense tone she conveyed. You have all been accepted to join the ranks of Starfinder Academy in preparation for the society. While I recognize the work it took to be seated here in this room today, circumstances have changed. As our knowledge of this vast universe expands, so do the requirements needed to explore it. Starting with this year's recruits yourselves, there will now be a new assessment to be taken after six months here at the Academy. This evaluation will include qualifications not native to this Academy's history, and failure to pass will mean removal. Unrest began to form among the new recruits in the auditorium until a Lashunta woman stood and asked, What kind of qualifications? We left our homes because we were told we were accepted into Starfinder. The Admiral paused for a brief moment before responding. The best and brightest are required, she said. Another, Kasa uh, another stood, a Kasafan in the back. Am I correct in assuming you would mean that you're looking for recruits both superior physique and surpassing intelligence? Yes, weakness is something the Academy can no longer cater to, said Admiral Melanda. The Kasathans spoke again. We Kasatha take pride in our excellence and we will triumph over any test. It was at this time that Mogaloidia realized the seat to his right was occupied by more than just a bag. He heard a soft sniffling coming from the other side of it. Curious as to why he didn't notice it before, Mogaloidia appeared over the large bag. A yellow sunflower sprouted from the small head of a Raxolite. Mogaloidia had read about Raxolite, but never seen one in person. Her very small, squash-like head was attached to her even smaller body. Coming out from her upper back and neck were thin, artificial, prehensile vines. She was like a tiny cybernetic plant gingerbread man, and Mongoloidia was immediately fascinated. His fascination, however, was quickly replaced with sadness as he watched the Raxolite wipe tears from her eyes using her mechanical vines. What is wrong? Oh, he's sorry. N nothing, the Raxolite said, trying to hide her face. Hmm, I see. You are small, and this is unfair. It was unlikely that I was ever going to be accepted into Starfinder's Academy in the first place. Took the test four times before passing. It wouldn't hurt so bad. It, it, it wouldn't hurt so bad if I wasn't given a reason to hope again in the first place. Mongoloidia placed his hand upon her back. The Raxolite continued. I'm not equal parts strong and clever. I'm handy with a wrench and I know my way around a computer. If someone can do both of those things and be six feet tall, then I should go home. Hmm. My friend, you are more than you see. An individual's strengths should not be looked at like a list that can be read off or counted. Every single creature in the universe has a story. A story that makes every single action they ever take unique to them. 
Starfinder's goal is to explore the unexplored. To be ready for the unknown, one must equip itself with as many unique stories as possible. So you see, an individual's strength lies in the simple truth that no one is you. The Raxalite looked up, her eyes finally meeting Mog's. I'm Pianchi. And I am Mog. Said. <laughs> Mogaloidia couldn't help but smile, knowing how lucky he was to have made a friend with completely different experiences than his own. With that, we zip ahead to our current timeline. Mog looks around at the crew. He looks at his new companions and sees in their eyes the completely different experiences they possess. Captain Phoenix holds bold ones, Detri and Dark, and Abedzagak and Nono silly. Each also possesses the other's experiences as well. All are different, and he is lucky to call them friends. What do you do? Well, I'd like to like drag both of our unconscious friends and make sure that they're tied up and like just put them against the wall and like crouch down in front of them and just kind of slap them a little bit, wake them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they uh, they both kind of oh, hey, wait a oh, hi guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Yeah, y- you lost. So, uh, looking around <laughs> at uh, the rest of the group, it's like information. And you see they start to, like, struggle with their, with their, uh, they're trying to break free of the rope. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull the pin on a grenade and set oh it directly be- between them and be like, Uh-oh. with the handle facing one guy and the grenade against the other guy and just be like, yeah, keep struggling. Oh, how many grenades do you have? <laughs> nine. <laughs> this question. I have nine grenades. You have nine grenades? Yeah. Oh, by the way, I I wouldn't show them this, but it's a flash grenade just in case they do <laughs> move aside. It's not a frag. All right, um, so I'm just going to sit there and be like, so who wants to talk first? And just kind of look back and forth between the two of them. I, I'm not going to say anything to you, says the, the one guy says, and the other one goes. Well, the one who gets the one who talks gets to uh, stand up and leave. So... Are you to stand up and leave? I mean, here's the thing. I'm going to pull that person away and around this corner. The other one gets to sit here with this lovely grenade, so... But I, uh... Oh, okay. Uh, what do you, what do you want to know? Well, I mean, I'll tell, I'll tell you everything. Okay, good. That's a, that's a smart one. I mean, uh, all I know. Every little bit. Uh, my social security number, uh, is 192947, uh, 8. Uh, semicolon uh, nine 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 four and zero I, one. Detrian is actually writing this down. <laughs> <laughs> They're longer in the future. Yeah, they are. They are. There's, there's quite. A, there's quite a few people. Uh, semicolons. They do have semicolons. Uh, that's a big. That's a big point of. It was a big point of contention. Uh, you know, at Absalom Station was the introduction of the semicolon, mm-hmm. but it was necessary. What's mm-hmm. the purpose of the semicolon? The semicolon is to uh, represent a, a break in time that cannot be identified with years. Um, and so they identify the milliseconds. 
So, duh. That's good to know. The semicolon identifies the amount of time that they have spent on Absalom Station in milliseconds. Um, so, and it just continues to grow. Sick improvement. So <laughs> well done. Well done. Your social security number continually changes if you're on Absalom Station. Yeah, you gotta you gotta learn it real well. <laughs> You gotta keep it. You gotta keep well, no, a watch. It's like yeah, I was gonna say it's digitally on their watch. So yeah, it, yeah, you just scan it. And it's then... ever evolving. It's more secure that way. <laughs> oh, my brain. Jamie, <laughs> 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 I can't take it already. Okay. It looks um, like we already have two BBBBs that have come in. What? This one from Malcolm Mama fifteen. To Detrian, of course, oh, and then Crossbones no. became for BBBB for me for a Bedzigat. Oh, oh. heck yeah! Oh, GMs need love too, everybody. You have plenty. You have yeah, I think you've gotten plenty. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! All right. Uh, so yeah, this guy, this guy's willing to talk. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna leave them just together there, uh, but I'm gonna grab the grenade out and put the pin back in for now. I'll be like, this will change if you stop talking. Uh, and I just kind of like look to Phoenix, and you guys got any questions, or should I just take care of this one? Oh, I think you can handle it, but right. Detrin, please don't don't kill him unless you have to. Oh, I won't, I won't make a mess. I mean, somebody's going to have to clean it up. Oh, and it's I can, not the mess I'm worried about. Oh, you know, that would just be rude, though. These guys don't matter too much, but somebody's going to have to clean these streets up. And I kind of just look back to them like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, uh, and I grab a data pad out and be like, so I want you to mark down troop positions and a way to potentially contact your leader, please. Uh. And... Yeah, I will free one hand, but the uh, I'm going to stand on one of his legs just so he can't get up and move. Okay. Um, and I'm going to be standing next to Detrian, just kind of like super casual with my arms crossed, just like watching this all unfold. <laughs> nice. Um, he, he starts writing down notes. He goes, okay, well, we were, we were supposed to take people to uh, Checkpoint Labu. Um, and, uh, we're kind of broken up into sections. Like we're, we're one of the, we're one of the city people. We're supposed mm-hmm. to, he's motioning with one arm. Sorry. Uh, we're one of the city people. Um, and we're, we're supposed to collect, um, collect up all of our, our assignments up here. Um, and, uh, then we bring them to checkpoint Labu and, um, I I don't really know what happens, um, but uh, yeah, that's that's it. And then where are they taking everyone? Well, mm-hmm. um, they're they're taking them to checkpoint Lambu. That's that's what I know. That's Do you what? have a contact there? I mean, I. I don't personally go down, um, but I do know that uh, I, I do know that uh, there are people down there. My friend, his name's Hogarth, probably. Uh, Hogarth probably, probably is <laughs> down there. Um, 
he and I went through the, the training in the military uh, together. Uh, you know, um, you do a lot of training down there, um, but uh, at Checkpoint Labu, and then uh, and then, well, then things sort of got messed around. But now we're here, and we're, we're here for the betterment of the people. So, um, yeah, do whatever you're going to do, I guess. That's not really what it seemed like to us. Betterment of the people would include all of the people. And I'm just going to pull out my pistol and be like, all of the information you just told me better be true. Because we'll know exactly where to find you. Oh, you could, you could verify it with Hogarth. His name's Hogarth, probably. Um, That's his name? His last name's probably? His last name is probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put my hand on the train's gun and kind of lower the gun down. And I'm going to say, look... Are we going to get there and be forced to face numerous of you? Uh, in fact, um, what is your name? Cardi. What is that? Cardi. Cardi. Yeah. I think I've heard of you. Is your last name B? Yeah. I would like to roll. Do I have sense motive? <laughs> Actually, you know what? You know what? No. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look at him and I'm going to say, I'm going to go to Checkpoint Labu and I'm going to ask them about you and see if they know anyone by the name of Cardi. Yeah, uh, Sergeant Cardi B. That better be your real name. Yeah, it is. This is this over here is Private Jay Z. Sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> you want to use one of your stems? That was a nat one. It's ah, fine. <laughs> I'm gonna do it too. All right. Do you want to use any of your stems? Uh, no, I'm okay. You've got, you've got so many of them. I know I do. It's great. <laughs> He's got uh, a nat twenty just sitting there. Sense motive. Uh, so that is actually a dirty 20. Oh, well, you're unsure. They're kind of hard to tell. Um, you see that they, they do have this ability, it seems, to communicate telepathically. They might be speaking to each other without you even knowing. Hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, but I would be able to sense that or know that. I mean, you, you, you wouldn't be able to, you would know... You've seen enough Lashunta around here, both good and bad, uh, that that you know that they have psychic connections. Um, there was the one uh, street preacher. She was uh, she was in the park talking about to Abedzagak about how this sense of doom was pervading in her mind. Um, so you get this feeling that they can all talk to each other. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna knock the one out. Uh, knock out the one who was not cooperating. That's Jay Z. Okay, I'm gonna knock Jay Z out. Jay-Z. You yeah, knock Jay Z out? I'm not gonna knock Jay Z out. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, one hit wonder. Uh, you knock Jay Z out. <laughs> and out of curiosity, do I have a used med AI on me still? Uh, I mean, you you have patches. You have two. You have patches. He's up there in the thing, so you can you can come down and bring patches down. Okay. Uh, I would, if I can, I would like to grab one of the. Actually, no, no, no. I'll grab a used stim pack. Okay. 
and I'm going to like fiddle around with it. And then I'm going to attach it to his back and then pull out my data pad and be like, this is a remote detonating charge. If any of the information is not correct, I'm going to activate it. Okay, roll a bluff check. These guys, they're military. Sort of. Uh, uh, Okay. Mm -hmm. That's uh, (laughs) uh, that's an 11. Well, you tell me if you want to use your stims. I'm trying to get rid of them, all right? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I rolled a two on the die, so he's like, oh, whoa, you're smart. That's a detonator on my back. Better watch out, Jay-Z. Cardi B is about to explode. And I'll 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 use like I, I, do I do I God, no uh, do, I I would like to use something to latch them both together. Uh, it's like so they can get away. I can't I can't Ben I can't with you right now. Ben's really enjoying this. Yeah, so easily. They're I know. Like, oh boy. Uh, uh, you do have a set of manacles that you found, like uh, these. All right. You know, you could manacle together. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna attach their ankles together. Hey Ben. Yep. Mm-hmm. While Wes is or while De- Detrian is doing this, mm-hmm. I would like to turn around. And I'm going to look over my shoulder to Detrian and say, well, if they don't feel like talking, perhaps one of their friends will. And I would like to go over to one of the dead guys on the ground and cast grave words. Oh, okay. Um, Now, I believe they get some sort of save if they do not wish to be brought back. They don't get a save. There's no save. There's no save? (laughs) Because it's just a couple of words. Yeah, it, it's it's one sentence. Okay. And um, I can't ask specific questions, but it will it'll utter a sentence. Um, and yeah, useful useful information might include warnings about dangers in a wrecked starship, password to unlock a computer, or the name of a supernatural creature seeking oh, you or your allies. So much fun. I want, um, we should get a passcode for stuff. You know, maybe he's got a password to getting us uh, through checkpoint mm-hmm. Labu. Exactly. Okay. All right. You wanna? His wanna last, his dying know. thoughts were of the password. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Very uh, committed so, to his work. Sam. I'm seven nine four. <laughs> what do you say when you pull this up? Like, are you you're talking to the dead, which is creepy. Um. And oh, good! I get to be. Uh, there's a ten percent chance this information is of some use to you. Awesome! Yeah, didn't <laughs> tell me that, Katie. Did you? No. Nope. Little, little cheater. <laughs> Everyone says hey, I'm the cheater. I hey, wasn't cheating. You. I just omitted information. Okay. What is the percentage? There's a ten percent chance that this information is useful. What is it to you? Like what? What do you want? It's 10%, so you got to tell me, like, 0 to 10, 10 to 20, 20 to 30. You Jeez, tell me you seriously? Uh-huh. I'm letting you have the the option to dig your own. Brain. Yikes. I'm, I'm going to roll a d10 and let my dice decide for me. What? That's a, okay, fine. All right, we're going in the 60s. Okay. Uh, this guy pops back up. He's like, oh, hell hurts so much. Oh, 
it shouldn't last long. And he's done. That was a, ah, that was a run-on really? sentence, Ben. <laughs> it didn't say that it's. It didn't say that I needed to be coherent. So uh... technically, it continues for one minute. Uh-oh. But hang on, Ben. Hang on. I get. I. I get a new percentage per per round. Technically, round? Oh my so every gosh. every six seconds, I can. I can be hoping he'll tell me something of use. All so right. you can. So for a whole minute, and you want you in the range tell of 60. Something. You want in the range of 60, right? Sure. Or you can just give us some information. <laughs> I'm rolling for an entire minute here. And you, if he screams one word of useful information, you'll be lucky. All right? I, I'm rolling in the 90s right now. So uh, I'm almost Great. done. Don't worry. I change it to the 90s. Two more rolls. You change it to the 90s. Uh, now I roll the 60-something. I was uh, joking. I don't I, change it. You know what? Since it is a per- pure 100, I will give you uh, one piece of information. He starts screaming over and over and over again. You see that he's just... I, I'm, he must be in immense pain wherever his soul is. Um, and you see that, that he says... Uh, a word. It's actually a word that you have heard before. It is, once I find it. Where is it? Sunspots. Hmm. Technically, the information should be a sentence, but that works too. The password is sunspot. Great. So, one, seven, nine, four. (laughs) So, basically, after, um, I think I would have been crouching, you know, next to his body for a whole minute as he's just screaming in agonizing pain and then has said this word. I'm going to stand up very calmly, turn around to the guys who are with Detrian and say, Cardi B and Jay Z. Yeah. And I'm just going to be like, you're next. Uh-huh. Okay, we're gonna change our lives around right now. Probably a good plan. Yeah, and then I'll yeah. knock him out. Okay. <laughs> they are both unconscious. I'm sorry. This is this is such a good comment from Scott Denuso. He goes, the password is my social security number. Which changes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. It's got oh, no. That's a good one. Okay, so I'm going to say to Detrian, they're not worth it. Let's go. We have to move. Tie them up, kill them. I don't care, but we have to get moving. Oh, they're not armed. I can't kill them like this. But it was fun to hit them. <laughs> I agree with you, and I'm and glad you, you agree. You can motive on, uh, on if you think that they're actually going to change their lives around. Oh, okay. Sure. Eighteen. The horrors of everything that they just heard from their their friend screaming from the fires of hell um, might have just changed these two particular peoples, uh, these two Lashuntas, their minds. Um, but that's you think you might have reached them with all of your grenade tactics, handcuffing. 
neck detonation and hell tactics. You got you got to two of them. I think we taught them a valuable lesson here today. We have to keep moving. We have to go. Yes, we must find Nib. After you, <laughs> Captain. <laughs> she leads them out the door. Yeah, well, I mean, you weren't inside. You were on the street. So right. there's then that. Then we keep going. You keep walking <laughs> around some corners until you find the security station um, that you've been told is. On the map, it's, it, if you're on roll 20, it's right here um, on the map. And you get there, and it looks like a ghost town. Uh, perception check. Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. You're definitely allowed to perceive things. Um, that's going to be a 16. 16. Um, you see, it's got mostly glass windows. And you see that there's a little uh, blue hair that's popping up behind the countertop. And, uh, but you don't you don't see anything else besides that blue hair. So I'll look over at Detrian, kind of do one of those like stop, stop movements um, and just point over to where the blue hair is coming from. Right. It's just like, uh, it's behind the front desk and it's kind of bobbing back and forth. Uh, it's very thin, but. Do we still have Oh no, did we leave the girlfriend behind? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Tyres, okay. you left you left Tyres behind. Did we remember to ask her how to get to checkpoint Labu or we Yeah, uh... she she okay. pointed you to this security station. Oh, okay, great. Okay. Just making sure. Um I would like to draw my pistol and then run up and slide over the counter and just It's a glass building. Oh, okay, okay. So it's got a glass front. Um and it, if you go up to the door, the door is locked. Okay. I thought we were already, like, trying to enter. Uh, okay. Well, never mind. So we, we see this blue hair inside the building? Yeah. Because it's uh, got a glass... A, got it. Like okay. A glass front uh, and a glass door. Um, but, yeah. And who did we agree to give the, the, the armor to? The... Nono had armor that changed your... That was me. Parents. Okay. Yes. Detrian. Gave it to Detrian. So am I still it's disguised still as a, one of the other soldiers? It's up to you. I'm, I'm, I give you full permission to be whatever you want to look like. I probably wouldn't be switching until we were closer to the checkpoint. Okay. Is there a data pad or some way to enter a password near the store? I mean, yeah. I would like to go phone. enter Sunspot. Into the <laughs> <right>. <laughs> So you go enter sunspots into the data pad on the security station and it goes ah, 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 ah. and then you all see very quickly a flame doshko just rise up behind the uh, behind the this the, where this blue hair was behind the little like welcome center and out waddles this uh, six armed two legged tiny little blue thing. <gasps> Can I wave at it? I want to wave at it. 
and it uh, it knocks on the window and with one of its six paws, uh, and it's got its flaming dashko, and it goes. Uh, it's a shop, right? What kind of shop is it? I mean, it's a, it's a security station. Like, oh, okay. You, you think that security personnel are here or would be here, but it seems ghost townish. Do we have to go through here to get to the checkpoint? You have no idea. Okay. Uh, can I cast telepathic message on the skittermander? Uh, sure. And it, it pops up. By the way, this uh, this skittermander is played by H. John Benjamin, who, if you don't know who H. John Benjamin is, uh, you haven't seen Bob's Burgers and uh, Bob's Burgers. Anyway, H. John Benjamin's a, a, a renowned hero of this world. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what uh, my game is? Uh, what? Hey, who's in my head? I <laughs> am Mog. Yo, Mog. Yes. Is there Mog in my head? There is, and Mog is me. Am I going crazy? I am speaking to you from the other side of this glass. Look at my hand. Hmm? Oh, you're Mog. Okay. My name is Honorary Officer Mills. <laughs> we are here to help. Okay. Why do you tell us not to come in? I was helping. You up helping is fun though. I can't hear this. Never mind. Can I, can I put my head? Can I put my head on No No's head? Uh, whatever you're doing to that skittle mandel is pretty real. So, uh, what? Oh, are you friendly? Are you are you guys friend or, or enemies? We are friend to those who love friendship. Oh. I think I think it will probably be better if I open the door. Yes, I think so too. So honorary officer Mims goes, puts in a passcode on the side. Okay, uh, would you like a um, glass of water or something like that? Because I could get you a water with lemonade. No, we're looking for the water. checkpoint. You want some coffee? Oh. I could be very helpful with the coffee. Excuse me. Yes. We're looking for the checkpoint. I can tell you so many things about what's going on. There's so much information that I possess in my brain. Oh, oh, no, no, don't bother. We just, we're just trying to find checkpoint Labu. Oh, yeah. Well, can I tell you, the, do you want the long story or the short story? I want oh, you story, seem, please. You seem very busy, so we don't want to bother you for any longer. Okay, then I'll tell you the short, long story. <laughs> no, no. Go ahead. Short. Go ahead, Jamie. No, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, no, go for oh, it. It's fine. You do whatever you wish. Continue on the way, officer, ma'ams. Okay, so there was a time when I was a little uh, <laughs> skittle mandel. And I used to love to come into the security station. And I would say, oh, I wish you'd be a security officer. And he would always say, no, 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 no. They said that to you, too? They said that to me, too. And then I would say, don't worry, though. I will help. And so I would help out. And then sooner rather than later, I uh, I got the job as the honorary officer. Yes. 
So all the way we officer Mims checks in early. Most of the other security officers, they check in at 6 a.m. On the way we officer Mims is here at 3 a.m. in the morning. That's right. On I'd like to be doing a perception check around the area while she's talking. Yeah, absolutely. Are you walking around or are you looking? Oh, I would be probably doing like one of those, just like taking three, four steps this way. As soon three, as you do that, he, the honorary officer like steps in front of you and is like, is, is corralling you in a place. Okay. Um, uh, that's going to be an 18 though. 18. So just, you know. Yeah. Uh, this place, honestly, it seems very, very quiet. Um, you would think that there would be a lot of security running around here, especially with what's going on. Um, but there just isn't. Um, so anyway, I was coming into Walt this morning and I saw that this, all this craziness was happening. Did you see that thing on the, on the data pads and on the, on the videos? So that happened city went to lockdown. And then I saw these bad people. They look like they were coming to try and take over the, this station. And I said, no way, not in my house to Kimbe Matumbo. <laughs> um, and um, and I, so I locked all the doors and I locked everything up really, really tight. And now I'm here and I've just been watching and perceiving things and preparing for when I can help out the security office again. I told you I have lots of things in my brain. Great. That was an amazing story. And, you know, I think we'd love to hear some more stories on our way back. Yes. Um, But as you know, um, the city is on lockdown and there are some very uh, interesting things happening and we're here to help. And we cannot help. help. We're here to help. And if we cannot help, well, then I fear that we are just useless then. And we cannot be useless in a time like this. We must be helpful. So please, if you could point us in the direction for Checkpoint Labu. Well, okay. Welcome to Checkpoint Labu. This is where you are. Where is Nib? I seem to have lost connection to you. <laughs> what? Where is Nib? I there's. I told you there's no one else uh, here. It's just me. I locked down this place. <clears throat> but do you I, know where they're taking the people? Oh yes, I told you I can be very helpful, but I need to know what you want to know before I tell you. So oh oh, not this one. Hi. Hi. Okay, so we're here to help the city come back under order and 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 then you can help control the security office here and we can all help because helping is fundamental to anything in life. Helping so is you fundamental help us to help anything you. in life. I get you. You and so me were on the same page. Really? as quick as possible so you can help us help you. Okay, go. okay, go. As quick as possible. About eight years ago, in the year uh, in 296 <laughs> AG. Uh, 296 AG, you guys. Mm. 
general um they came here and it was shunta and they were vocal about everything and they created a a, a military base underneath the entire okay city. oh you know and, you, you know what i said about wanting to hear these incredible stories um you know on our way back, perhaps we could sit down for an ale or whiskey, and you can tell us all the stories that you want, excuse but we need me, to go through me, there. Excuse me. Does everyone here not know how to trust pieces of authority? I am honorary officer Mims, and I am in charge of this station. And I'm a captain, and... It- in in free in captain young lady let me get to what i'm trying to say Down. he is not a young lady she is a strong proud woman and our captain <laughs> jamie's face sorry <laughs> we call me old mog <laughs> no <laughs> De- Detri- 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 has to turn away because he's just like kind of smiling. It's like <laughs> kind of loves this guy, this character so much. <laughs> Can a Benzigak just pour everybody coffee quietly and <laughs> just hand off a cup to everyone? While yeah, we're absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So you all get a cup of coffee. So there you go. It was this general white, and they created this base underground in the warrants. And um, so that was where the Asana Town military trained. Now, I can't say for certain, but I believe that what's going on is a branch of the military that has gone haywire. Do you know that there are shooters all over that feel like a, a sense of doom all the time. Could you imagine living that? That must be awful. I know. I have a sense of helpfulness all the time, and I love it, but doom is bad. Uh, okay, so underground base in the woods. Uh, what? How, how we get there? Well, you gotta go through the sewers. And actually, there's a sewer right in front of us, right there. And if you go down there, that's... Phoenix has already turned around and ah, out the door. Ah, 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 ah. It's general, generally, uh, you know, when you're speaking to authority, my, my authorities have uh, said that I should get more, more a thank you from people when they leave and I give them information. So- I've already left. Oh, wait. Um, honorary officer Mims, is there anything else you can tell us to help us before we go down in the sewers and go over to the underground base in the ruins? Probably come with you if you wanted, but it would, it would put it, uh, uh, it would put, you know, obviously there's times that I have to spend up here and what if another group comes by and says they are looking for the bad guys too? I got it! I got it! I got it! And uh, Nono's gonna pull out one of those wrecked data pads 
Okay. And quickly, like, bite some wires, twist them together, push a few buttons uh, to attempt to make the data pad screen just read, gone, be back in five. <laughs> and, like, attach it, hang it in the door. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> uh, roll an engineering check. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, that's a 22. Yeah. Um, so you're able to quickly rewire the data pad. You take a video of honorary officer Mims, uh, who says, hello, I'm honorary officer. <laughs> Do not sweat. I will be back in five minutes. Do you <laughs> and, uh, and... Except it's spelled... Except it's spelled F-W-I-V-E says positive current. What? Five is spelled my voice. Do not wet. Still not. Still not. But on a way we off some memes. Okay, okay, so now can you. Jess cannot handle this character. I is this character uh, a character that lasts forever in the show just because Jess will lose her mind every session? <laughs> No, I want this to be a new crew member. Uh, like, that's no, the this, goal, right? Everywhere yeah, no. you go, this is just a new crew member. Yeah, no, that's oh. what I want. You guys are killing me. Okay, now you can come with us and show us stuff and keep talking to us about all you got up in your noggin. Um, and nobody here will be any the worse because they can, they can see the sign. Yeah, who needs a refill? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> to go, so you get to go coffees and you you start working your way down into the sewers. Um, it's once you get down to the bottom, it's kind of hard to find your way. You're in a sewer. You were expecting the Warrens, a, a military base, uh, to be a little bit different than sewers. Uh, so I need everybody to roll a survival check. And don't fail it. I have a three. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I have a four. <laughs> Dono and Abedzagak are talking to Honorary Officer Mims the entire time. They are just chatting, and even the, the camera for, uh, for Vests in Space is, like, zoomed in on Honorary Officer Mims. Um, Mine's a seven, okay. so I'm pretty, I'm liking this guy a lot too, I guess. Dexter's <laughs> just laughing. He sees Captain Phoenix being so frustrated by this tiny little skittermander, and it's hysterical to him. Oh, yeah. No, this is great. I got a 26. Hey! <laughs> wow! Uh, and what is it? What about Captain Phoenix? 16. 16. So Captain Phoenix is, is finding her way and she is, she kind of knows how to navigate through sewers, doesn't want, you know, gross stuff to touch her. Um, and so she's leading the way, she's leading the rest of you to avoid the, like, really, really gross parts. But Mog is, like, slip sliding around like it's nobody's business. Uh, and Mog, you actually come to a secret access panel uh, before too long, and you see that it leads further down deeper into the heart of this bubble city, the Sonnet Town. What do you do? Mm, my captain here, I think I have found an unknown access panel. Oh. 
My oozy body is used to the sewers. Great. Can you open it? Mm, yes. Shall we go down? Wait, I can, right? <laughs> oozy body. <laughs> dead. Dead, dead, dead. Yeah. You absolutely okay. can. Yeah. And just, just a quick question. What's the name of the guy that uh, you call in to Absalon Station? Uh, you Hank. Mean the, you, you're talking about Hank at Sunrise Station now? Yeah, Hank at yeah. Sunrise. Okay. Hank. Okay, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Honorary Officer Mims. Okay. Uh, if I lift the panel or move it out of the way, what, like... You said it leads down. Is it? Yeah. Uh, is it like a ladder down, or is it a pathway down? It's stairs, actually. It's stairs. Um, okay. Yeah. The metal, met- you know, those metallic stairs that uh, they've got the ridges on them, so people don't slip. Um, and it's it's actually painful if you kind of step on them without shoes on. So for people like Mog, you know, who's just kind of walking in his feet, it yeah. hurts. It's not easy. Uh, the rest of you. Um, I don't know. Does does uh, does Nono wear shoes? Mm-mm. Okay, so it kind of hurts Nono's feet as well. But you are climbing deeper and deeper and deeper until you reach this well lit kind of facility. Everything is covered in in brown dirt and and brown walls. You see that it's actually pretty wide open. Um, and it'll travel for some ways. It'd be kind of hard to to stealth around, but you see that there are there are rocks placed here and there. There are um, there are holes dug in certain spots. Um, and as you travel forward, you see that it goes, you know, north and south, and then east and west. Also, in these spaces that are. 60 to 100 feet across, but going straight. And Honorary Officer Mim speaks up. He goes, now, when they developed this place, they would, well, nobody talks about this because it's not really supposed to happen, but the military would train with big dog scaly beasts and uh, that gin downstairs and then they would one flee and then the military would have to come down here and stop them. Don't worry though. I don't think that's happened recently. Okie dokie. Phoenix is just gonna take her whiskey flask at her hip and take a swig. Shake her head. It's becoming one of those days for her. So um, I don't really know where to go from here. Um, I'm just, you know, that was kind of the extent of my information in my brain. Well, thank you for all of the information you gave us. It was really helpful. Well, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. You know, we, not, we very much enjoyed your stories. Well, thank you. I've got more of them if you wish to hear. Oh, but I think you've hit that five minutes and people might be looking for you. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Don't worry. I'm here to help. <laughs> and Dedry just looks away. He just can't. He's like bent over laughing, trying to hold it in. Like, every, the whole situation is hilarious. And every single time she calls Phoenix ma'am, 
She's <laughs> reaching for her pistol. <laughs> I believe that was a proper way to address our captain. Well Thank done. You. Thank you. You're very nice, flying person. <laughs> the, the fire in Phoenix's eyes starts to flicker a little bit. Okay. And I'm just going to start. I'm going to leave the group and walk down the hallway. I finally figured out how to defeat Katie Wilson. In, in this <laughs> It's not with monsters. It's not by hitting her characters very hard. It's by calling her ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the worst. <laughs> uh, so you're walking along. You're moving north. Um, but do you want to make a perception check? Yes. Ooh, uh, that's going to be a f- 15. Okay. Uh, 21. 21. Um, Detrin, you notice that after a while, um, you're, you start to see some footprints. Um, and you, you see that they lead off a little bit to the east. Would I be able to tell if they're similar boots to what the soldiers were wearing? They look, they look human, humanoid uh, okay. of some kind. So, yes. All right. Um, I'll stop the group real quick and just be like, hold up. And to Phoenix and be like, we got some tracks here. Somebody's been here through here recently. Well, I would hope so. This is apparently where they're holding all of these prisoners. We have to find them. Uh, and with that, I will activate my suit and become one of the, looking like one of the guards or one of the. Right. And before we go further, I will um, kind of turn to the group and in a way that hopefully announces to them with my body language that they need to listen for a second. And I'm going to say, look, we don't know what's down here, but we're about to find out. There could be monsters or there could be soldiers down here hiding or keeping these people. We need to either talk our way in or fight our way in. I hope we can talk and attempt to make them think we're on their side. But if it doesn't work, we're not holding back. Yes, ma'am. Mom? Yes? It's Captain. Oh, Captain. Thank you. Do you not enjoy being She just turns around and walks away. And and, and Detrian salutes and just goes, yes, (laughs) ma'am. This body language has informed me of her preferences. Oh, Mog. (laughs) I use oh, my boy. I use my psychokinetic hand to pick up like something really really light and chuck it at Detrian as he's All walking. Right. Uh, Detrian, <laughs> roll a roll a reflex save. <laughs> there is uh, no save. Oh no! Uh, oh, it's nineteen, but <laughs> there's, there's no, no save. There's no save. You just smack him. Yes. Okay. I'm not so, trying to do damage. I'm trying to just hit him with something. <laughs> into that, into that, and get Detrian gets hit with it and just starts roaring, laughing because this is just <laughs> the most hilarious situation. <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, so you're walking forward, and after a while, um, 
you you see that the the footprints they turn north again um so something is leading them deeper and deeper into this land called the warrens uh, it's it's very interesting it's it's i mean maybe i can show you on the map over here um because it does have a side view of it um if you look uh at this main building area over here you guys were up here on the main level uh right right up here um doing all of these things but all of a sudden this leads you low 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 underneath you can if you could see underneath you you would see the blazing inferno of madras you would see the sun and uh and you know that you are you're close to the edge of that bottle bubble sorry not bottle that bubble um but in a brief moment's time you find that you see a building in front of you um it kind of blends in with the background for a while it blends in with the dusty brown kind of site but it is it's there what do you do Why, yeah, what what about the building? Like, are there doors that we see? Windows. Um, well, let me just pull you to the page. <laughs> You're further away than I have you placed. Um, but you you do see a, uh, a facility. It is a gated facility. It is blocking the way. Um, you, see, you see kind of like a, a roadway would be blocked by a gate. There's a fence <coughs> in front of you. Two checkpoint stands. Um, and a, a full-on set building that has two doors uh, on its <coughs> uh, eastern side of the of the south wall. Um, are there anybody in those checkpoint stands? Well, roll a perception check. Like I said, you're further away than your characters right now represent. But if you roll a perception check, I can look you know. I would also like to perceive. Same. It's only an eight. I'm still chatting with Mims. 21 for me. 10. I got a 23. Uh, yeah, Mog and Detrian, you see in front of you that there are a couple of people. Um, let's see if I can bring them out here. So there are five. Um, there are three that are spending their time patrolling in front of this gate. You see they walk back and forth every once in a while, and you know that there are, you can actually see two within each building, within each of the checkpoint facilities. Does one of them look more like a leader than the other? You don't really see any leader-esque qualities among any of these soldiers. Cool. I'm going to walk right up to them. All right. I will join her. Hey, Freeze! What are you doing? Oh, oh um, hi. Um, we're looking for, uh, Hogarth. This area is off limit. Yes, we know that, of course. Did we're you... on your side. We're one Sorry, of you. did you say Hogarth? Yes. His last name is probably... <laughs> we're friends to your cause. We've been sent here. On an undercover mission. Ogarth probably died two months ago. No, it's a different Ogarth. 
Are you saying that he probably died two months ago or that you used his whole name and that he conclusively died two months ago? Ogarth probably died two months ago. I don't know what's hard to understand about that. Hmm. This man does not understand communication. (laughs) (laughs) We need you to let us in. If you do not leave in 10 seconds, we will fire upon you. Uh, I'm going to cast my Charming Veneer, which just gives me a plus one bonus to charisma-based checks. All right. And I'm going to kind of... Counting down 10, 9, 8. Um, I think you want to let us in. Are you you rolling a diplomacy check? I am. I'm getting there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that's going to actually be a... Uh, sorry, uh, 23. 23. Um, you know what the, do you know what the DC is for unfriendly things? <laughs> it's 25. Oh. Seven. Oh, no. Six. Can five, I cast Charm Person? Four. Oh, man, I've used three stems on her check. It's so weird. Oh, uh, no, you didn't. No. You guys Damn say it. beforehand. Are you casting right. Charm It's fine. Do you have Charm Person, Mom? Oh, yeah, I do. You don't think oh, that was the great. first spell I took? <laughs> Jamie knows how I use charm person in Jamie's in, in our home game with Jamie all the time, and she hates it so much. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna throw five stims into Mog. That's rude. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Uh, unfortunately, I don't roll anything. Uh, I don't roll anything, Wes. Ah, oh, you're so not rolling it. Never mind. Because he has to beat my DC, so you could answer oh, okay. dart him. Mm, I will yeah. use my oh. my one anesthetic dart. I will use that. All right. Okay. Here we go. A will save. Hang on. I gotta get out the character in every moment. You got me all ready to <laughs> fight you, but all of a sudden it's all this. All right. Here we go. Ooh! I think I did it. No, I only have a. Yeah, I only have a plus three wisdom, so my DC is fourteen. Hey, you cast a spell on me! I'm putting my hand on his chest because I'm standing right in front of him, Ah! and I'm gonna cast hazard. Shooter! (laughs) (laughs) Everybody, roll initiative. Ah! Do I get the surprise round? I I appreciate the attempt to help, Wes. (laughs) I tried. Yeah. Oh, uh, Katie, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not convinced yet that you get a surprise I, that's what, round. That's what my plan was, though. The plan was to go up, charm first, and if it didn't work, to reach out. But it's fine. Well, I'll tell you what. They rolled pretty poorly on their initiative. So odds are you're going to get to go first anyway. So sure. uh, tell me about them initiative checks. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Abed's 20, sorry. Abed's got 23B. Before Abed's a gap. Detrian. 13. 13. All right. No, no. 11. 11. Mog. <laughs> I go last every time. That's all you need to know. Yeah, but I need to know where I you ro- go. because I know. Like I rolled a nine. Team. Rolled a nine. <laughs> all right. So definitely Mog is going before all of me. Nice. uh, You have very much caught everyone in this checkpoint off their guard. Uh, First of all, they weren't expecting civilians to be down here. Second of all, um, you know, they were very confused because you said Hogarth probably. Uh, Are you all on the map how you wish to be? Hmm. Uh, Yes. 
All right. Well, then let's do well, this. I, I would have probably, uh, seeing uh, Phoenix start moving toward that guard, I would probably have started making a run toward the booth. Okay. Well, we'll let you run, on, run to the booth on your... Uh, what, is it, what does it look like? Is there a door on the outside or is there it is open up top? Is it there open is up top or anything like that? No, it's got a, it's got a top part. Uh, okay. so it's about a floor up, but there is a roof. Um, okay. Oh, is there like a, a window or anything? There is a window. Uh, right. Okay. Right. It is a Benzigax turn. Don't forget that you have your... And, uh, and you also have a stim pack. And also Crossbones AE CXB has given a BBBB to No-No. Hey! There you go. All right, what do you do? Oh boy, well, seeing as I'm right next to Mog, I would like to rip out the rug and put it over his head. Okay. Um, and then I, <laughs> just as protection. <laughs> and then uh, I'm gonna run up and uh, get uh, this guy right in front of me. Um. <laughs> what? The rug doesn't provide any protection to Mock. You just stick him in a rug in every car. How dare you? She, she's a soldier. She's trained for her whole life for this. Emotional protection. That's right. You have no idea how many battles I've won because of this rug. It does better than my weapons. It's so true. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, go ahead. What would you like to do? I'm just gonna dash go the shit out of this guy in front of me. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I cursed. I'm sorry. Uh, and I'm going to use my stim for okay. an extra, extra okay. watch, my, watch my face. So there, that's there, a total! Yeah. <sighs> a total of what? 16. Well, um, that is a hit against their KAC. Go ahead and roll damage. Good. It's going to be a nine. It's going to be a nine. Okay. Uh, wow. Nine points of damage. All right. Yikes. Uh, all right. You hit him hard. Um, that was an owie. Owie that indeed. Turn. That was your turn. Uh, Captain Phoenix, your turn. Go ahead. All right. So I'm touching this dude. Uh oh. What's uh oh? Uh, you you said you're touching this dude. Yeah, I am. I'm afraid <laughs> of that. And instead of casting hazard, which I was gonna cast, instead I'm going to cast overheat. Uh oh. So I'm going to collect the heat generated by nearby bodies and devices uh -oh. and vent it outward in a thermal wave. Dealing uh -oh. damage to creatures and objects in the uh -oh. area. Uh-oh. Uh, is, are you sure that's what you want to do? Yeah. Okay. Sounds uh, pretty good I, to me. I believe I get reflex saves, right? You get a reflex half if I and hit you. Are you going to cone it? Because that's what it does. It does a cone. Yeah. You know, so uh, so you, there are two ways that a cone operates. Uh, right now, you would only be able to get one of them in a cone. But if you moved, you could get two of them. Great, but I'll also uh, uh, get an attack of opportunity, right? I mean... Which way do I have to move? If you took a guarded step to the left, you could uh, you could get both of those. And Worth it. Do your worst, Ben Birch. I told you <laughs> I did not get an attack oh. of opportunity with a guarded step. Great. I took a guarded step, and now I 
blow up your faces. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, now, and I might actually blow up your face. Um, now, uh, oh, hang on one second, because uh, casting a spell, that will provoke an attack of opportunity. Again, However, go for it. They haven't acted. So I don't even know why I said that. So do whatever you're gonna do. I'll roll my reflex saves from my two dudes here. Okay, Those great. Those are so, so flat right that's, now. That's gonna be a 22 to hit. Yeah, but I mean, you don't, when it's a cone, you don't have to hit. It just is the save of them. Uh, so I've got a 15 and a nine. So here we go, yikes. Uh, so I'm actually, I'm only gonna hit one of them, so. Why? Because the DC is a 14. Ah, very fun. I think, yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. 2d8. Ooh, that's going to be 14 points of damage. Ugh. All right, so one of them takes seven points of damage as they jump out of the way, and then the one that you stepped away from was like, hey, where's she going? You should fire at her. And then uh, he, he, you know, takes 14 points of damage. Yikes! Uh, all right, we move on. Detrian, it is your turn. My turn. Okay, so uh, is this a one-story building in front of me? Yes. Okay. And is that guard in front of the window? Is that are these like uh, are these things like windows on, on on the sides? Yes. All right, cool. So uh, I would like to uh, whip through the window and kick this guy in the face. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, pretty much. I'm t- I'm in cover right now. I'd like to like pretty much jump through a slide over and uh, kick this guy. Okay. Now you run up and you try and just jump through this window and before you are able to get through the window you like clunk into it and you realize that it's bulletproof glass oh see i did you said it was an open window so i thought i thought that it was like open open so you can't actually so there's no point in these guards being in the tower because they can't actually shoot through it they can't shoot through the bulletproof window, but there is a door and they have an, a stairway going through. Okay, so you said open window and I thought it was like open so they could shoot out of it like a guardhouse. Wes, when when have I ever told you to trust me? That's a good, that's a fair point. <laughs> okay, well, if it's not an open window, then yeah, I will try and get through the door if possible. All right, uh, you jiggle the handle, it is locked down. Uh, can I try and Pick the lock or something? You can. Or it use or hack the data pad? You can. You can use a uh, disabled device check. Uh, it it depends on how many, uh, on how difficult this is. It would take a certain number of rounds and have a difficulty check. So Interesting. Uh, what do you, do you want to roll a perception All right. check? Um, if there's, if, is the, so there's no way that they could potentially shoot at us from inside of these guardhouses? Um, not where they are currently. Okay, so if I if I can tell that I assumed that these guardhouses would be something where they can shoot from. I'm just gonna stay in cover and uh, block the door and then shoot at one of these guys over here. Okay, so you do that. You shoot at the one closest to you, giving you clear line of sight. Mm-hmm. The one that is uh, standing right next to a Benzagak. Um, yeah, go ahead and take your shot. All right. Oh. I don't think that's gonna do it. Yeah, that's a uh, eight. 
Oh no, they, uh, they're not very good, but an eight will not do it. Um, yeah. You think you're trying to jiggle the door handle uh, and you just miss high because you're, you're focused more on the door than on them. Okay. We move on, it's No-No's turn. No-No, what would you like to do? First off, I wanna ask you, where is Mims? You're so right. Uh, by the way, those of you that were asking what a Skinnermander looks like, um, I'll take you over to the page <gasps> Mims. This is a Skinnermander. Uh, it, it is the one from the core rule book. Uh, so that's that's what they look like with their six arms and their furry faces and their adorableness. Um, so that's that's what you get. I'll pull on a Mims, an honorary officer Mims for you. <clears throat> you just tell me what you want to do. Well, I had to write down what I wanted to do so I didn't forget anything because this turn might be epic. First Ooh. off, I move by getting off of Scriff while drawing my knife and my pistol. Okay. My reaction is going to be to tell Mims to get on Scriff. <gasps> Mims! Mims! Get on Scriff! He'll take care of you. If you need to get out of there, he'll take you back. If you need to get out there, smack him in the face, he'll help you. Okay, okay, okay? Uh, <laughs> oh, I, oh, I you, definitely okay. You can see that uh, the to-go coffee has kicked in. Probably didn't need the to-go cup of coffee because, uh, first off, Nono takes a shot at, do I have a clean line of shot uh, at the middle guy here? Yeah, I'll give you a clean line of, line of line sight, sight right there. Sorry. So Nono levels her pistol, and we'll take a shot. Okay. That is a 23. A 23 is a hit. Roll damage. Three points of damage. Shoot your pistol and it just pierces into this guy. They are they were not ready for this quick action that is happening. Okay, so move free and standard. Like I said, that coffee has kicked in and <laughs> Skittermanders have uh, an ability called Hyper where they get to once a day take an extra move action. So with that right. extra move action, I'm gonna move uh, oop, that's Scriff, not me. I'm gonna move right there. Okay. And uh, take a little stabby stabby with my BBBB. You're taking a little stabby stabby? I have my knife out. All right, go for it. Nice. That coffee came into play. Yeah, tells me you're Uh cheating a little bit. Uh, No, move free, standard, extra move, and BBBB. I wrote it down so you couldn't argue with me on it. All right. But it's only an 11 with the stabby stabby. Well, let me tell you something about people that haven't acted yet. Um, they're pretty easy to hit. So um, let me make sure about this. No, actually, no, that will not do it. Get well, that's KAC. okay. Because while uh, Scriff is waiting for Mims to jump on, he's going to take a shot at the middle guy as well. Love it. Bring it on. Get- oh, my goodness. You have so he many has a things. second action. Mechanics. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is a 17. That's a hit. Six points of damage to the middle guy. Dang, what's Scriff wielding? A hunting rifle. He's got this hunting rifle just pop, pops right into the middle of this guy, and the guy fumbles back. He's staggering. I mean, he's, he's slow. This is the same guy that said to shoot Captain Phoenix. Um, normally, it would be Mog's turn to go. But right now, 
time for some honorary Captain Mims, all right? Get on, Scruff, get on him, get on him! Um, and he, he starts, uh, he starts, he points at the guy in front of Captain Phoenix and he goes, bam, bam, that bad white bear, he's the one to shoot, why won't you get him? Uh, and he's providing a get on this character, an envoy improvisation, allowing everyone to have a plus one against that enemy um, for the next round. Wow. A move which, action. Which one is he pointing at? Uh, this guy right here in front of you. Um, and he definitely climbs on top of script because... That sounds like so much fun. And uh, <laughs> now, now it is Mog's turn. Uh, hey, I'm gonna listen to my my honorary uh, officer here, and I will take a shot uh, yeah. at that one that he told me to get. And as I do, I will say, she prefers Captain. <gasps> That's so good. Uh, I rolled a nine. A nine. <laughs> plus All whatever right. get him gives me. A plus one, so a ten. Nice. Won't do it. Uh, but you hear that uh, honor, honorary officer Mims, he's kind of humming himself a tune. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, battle, battle, battle. I'm seeing him. <laughs> battle him. And, uh, <laughs> and he's just very happy. Yeah, the comments very, are very reminding us, Ben, about all of the rug situations. So I would like the, the bonus emotional support of the rug. I will, to my I shot. will. I grant you no uh, bonus. Uh, okay. Ah, um, All right. Okay. You get one emotional support token for said rug. What do I, I do with how, it? I mean, like your arms pop up and you you could shoot. Um, ben, haven't you tried a weighted blanket before? It definitely gives at least plus two mo- emotional yeah, support. Yeah, dude. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, for the rest of the time that anyone is wearing a rug, they get plus two to their emotional support. Yes. All right. That so. sounds like will save to me. Uh, that means it, it sure means does. nothing, but you definitely I'll, get plus two. I heard you loud and clear, Ben. <laughs> Everyone, plus two to all will saves forever. Got it. Perfect. Running oh, that you're down. wearing a rug. No. I not. will find more. <laughs> and you're forgetting all. about the aura of emotional support that all me right. having a rug yeah. on gives. Also, I'm going to make a rug into a cape. Oh. <laughs> oh so done with all of you. You're all terrible. <laughs> um, these, these, guys, these guys in the front, they're all, they don't like you all. So they're all going to guard and step back. Uh, and each one of them is going to take a shot. There are three targets right in front, uh, and so those three. It doesn't targets, provoke an attack of opportunity. At it's all? a guarded, guarded step. Hey, also, so, what race are these guys? These are all the Shuntas, okay, actually, cool. and everyone can see they've got Sunrise Collective, or a couple of them have the symbol of the Brass Dragons. Mm. Um, now, the one they're just going to shoot at exactly who's right in front of them. Uh, so definitely one at Kevin Phoenix, one at Mog, uh, but don't worry, you do have that plus two to emotional support. Uh, and one at Abedzagak. So here we go. All right. We got some numbers here. Um, <laughs> nineteen against uh, nineteen against Captain Phoenix. Yeah, that'll hit against KAC, and this is a uh, eighteen against Mog. 
KAC. Oh, you hit. And then a good old natural one against a Benzagak. Oh, <laughs> that definitely hits. So I'm going to pull out of the critical fumble deck a card. Um, now, we did have a bit of a discrepancy in uh, in my other game about how to use critical hit decks and critical fumble decks. Here is the ruling. If you would like to use a critical hit card, you can do so, but you have to choose so before knowing what the card says. If not, then you do the multiplier times two damage and you don't get the extra effects of the card. However, on a critical fumble card, we will be using those. All right, so this is a kinetic shot. It says, my spleeny bits. Wow. All of a sudden, the uh, the the gun just kind of like bursts in its hand, uh, in this Lashuta's hand, uh, and it, it, it ricochets and fires back into him. Uh, he shoots himself in the, in the spleeny bits, um, and he moves one step down the constitution poison trap. What? Um, <laughs> That was an adventure. Yeah, that was real. That's real bad. Um, that sounds so, like an agent of chaos. I mean, mm, oh, yes. Speaking of which, Wes, don't forget you do have that agent of yes, chaos. Yes, I do. All right. So it takes one point of damage as he shoots himself in the spleeny bits. Uh, it ricochets off of the rug. Um, just just amazing. Uh, and Sound, sounds like it protected me, Ben. That's what I just well, wanted to say. I mean, emotionally, emotionally. Uh, and I'll get the Constitution poison track pulled up. Uh, as we continue on, you see, Detrian, that these men, uh, they start running up the stairs. And it doesn't take them too long before they are at the top of the building. Uh, on the corner, they both have hunting rifles out. Um, and they look down at this group and one of them is going to take a shot at No-No, while the other takes a hey, shot at a bit. Ben, not, uh, you know, yeah. I love rules, but you didn't you didn't roll any damage for us. Yeah. You're right. Thank <laughs> you for pointing that out. So, that's Sorry. seven points of damage for Captain Phoenix, and one point of damage for Mog. Woo! These two <laughs> up at the top, they're going to shoot at No-No and a Bedzagak. Well, the one on No-No is a natural two, but I don't think I can get you on that one. The one on a Benzigak, that's a natty 19, and that is definitely going to hit as they shoot you for a total of six points of damage. Ow. We got you. I guess you're right. That's what I'd say. Now we move on. It is a Benzigak's turn. Well, I'm down. And now I'm upset, because now I'm in pain. Which is, <laughs> which is a great teacher. Uh, right. Okay, where's that guy that I was I was hitting earlier that had took uh, nine he points? Ste- he stepped up, you know, just stepped up a little bit. Cool, cool, cool. Right, he, he's right here. Great. I would like to kick him in the face. <laughs> You'd like to kick him in the face. All right. And can I, like, jump up in the air? I don't have to go very far. I just want to jump and then just hit him in the face with my big old boot. Yeah, I mean, you... What? I want to jump in the air and kick him in the face with my big old boot. 
Okay, uh, roll an attack roll. Thank you. Melee attack. <laughs> okay. This guy is now uh, weakened. He takes a minus two penalty to fortitude save, constitution checks, and constitution-based DCs. Every time the victim fails a fortitude save against the poison, whether he succeeds or fails, he loses hit points as per the initial exposure. That was a lot of words. 14 yeah. is what I rolled. <laughs> 14, you kick him. Uh, roll, roll a d4 plus strength. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's going to be five. five. Five points, you kick him right in the face. And he's like, oh, my spleeny bits. Oh, my face. Um, Yeah, you did You did good, kid. Uh, you got to move up to him. Now. Right. I also have a, a BBB. Can I use it? How dare you? How dare you? All right, go for it. What are you going to do? Can I do the same thing to the guy just adjacent in the corner to me? Yeah, you want to kick the you want to kick the other guy? You're, yeah, I do. Turning around, just <laughs> kicking like crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. Great. That's kind of ooh, that's gonna be a seven. Uh, no, that will not do it. So you okay. do, a, do a spinning kick, and then the next one, you're like, oh boy, that 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 was not a good spinning kick. And but, I would like to turn to the camera and say, get away the ball. <laughs> All right, I like it. Uh, Captain Phoenix, your turn. Yeah. You are now pinned down on the top by by things shooting down at you. What are you going to do? Who's the guy I did full damage, or not full, but like 14 points of damage to? That'd be that poor guy? man. That, that middle guy. Okay. I'm going to aim at the middle guy, but I'm going to first pull out my pistol, my needler tactical pistol. All right. And I'm going to attempt to shoot him with it. That's rude. <laughs> it's not. It's great. Ooh. And that's going to be a 17, 18, 19. Yeah, that's a hit. Roll your damage. Don't worry. It's not 14 points of damage. But hold on. Let me just check my bonuses because you my favorite... said that favorite... like it was 14 points of damage. I really no, don't want it to be. I said, don't worry. It's not even close to that. Okay. I was seeing if I had a light em up, which deals an extra d6, but I don't. Okay. Oh, but I do max damage to him. Oh, how many points is that? Four. <laughs> Four points of damage. That's enough as you uh, you shoot this man with a needle in his face. He is dead. Oh, um, yes! Congratulations, you've killed him. Would you like to move anywhere? Actually, yes. Uh, but is my move action pulling out my pistol? Yes, it is. Thank you for the rules. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> we move on, Tetrian. It's your turn. You see that the guy that was in the building has left and gone upstairs. All right. Uh, how high up is the top floor? It's one one story. Uh, so so ten, 10 feet. Okay. So I would like to move around to the side of the building over here. Uh, and I would like to run up and pull myself up top. So you just take a running start and, and kind of get your legs so that you're moving up to the top. Roll an acrobatics check. You got it. Uh, 18. 18, yeah. Um, yeah, with a running start, you're able to jump your way up. You kind of kick, 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 and pull yourself up to the top. Uh, now you're up there with the guy. Uh, that's going to take all of your actions, climbing all up there. But uh, uh, could, I, could I potentially stealth? When I get up there, trying to sneak. Yeah, yeah. Roll a stealth. 23. 
You did stealth. You stealth. So much, and it's so, so stealthy. But we'll see if he sees you. I'm going to use a BBB to use another action if possible. Okay. Uh, I would like to sneak up behind this guy and pretty much grapple, or not grapple him, but hit him and steal his rifle. Oh, great. Um, so you are trying a combat maneuver check. So uh, let's let's see if this let's see if this works. What would that be under? Uh, it is KAC plus eight. So go ahead and you're just rolling a, a basic attack, like a BAB with your strength modifier. Oh, okay, you got it. Uh, I think that's a. 21? I think. 21. No, 20. Um, not dirty 20? I think. A dirty 20. Sure, you're not going to add any stim packs to that? I mean, I can if you want me to. <laughs> dirty 20 is enough. You are able to grab hold of him <laughs> and rip loose his gun. And. Oh, screw it. I'm using my other BBB to shoot him in the face with his what? own gun. Oh, yeah. my. All right. And now he doesn't have a weapon in his hand, so he can't uh, give you an attack of opportunity. That's great. Uh, So go ahead and take a shot. Uh, I don't have the hunting rifle stats, but I'm shooting him with that. So I'm just going to roll a d20. All right. Roll your d20. Uh, So that's a 19 on the die. It hits. Uh, Roll roll a d8. A d8? (laughs) All your BBBs, because that was was like... 14 actions. Look, that was a lot of fun, though. It was so much It felt very epic. It did. Uh, that's a four on the dice. All right, so you shoot him for four. He kind of dodges out of the way, even though you've been doing this, only because it took eight hours to climb up to the top. Um, actually, you get your... Uh, did you want to do that with your uh, with your your special shot there? My special shot? Your, sure. uh, your, your whatchamadinger? Your what's it called? My trick attack? Your trick attack? Yeah, that's what it's called. Absolutely. Ah! Makes right. sense. Uh, so, you know, roll me a retroactive stealth check. Uh, after the last stealth check? Okay, I'll roll it yes. Uh, 16 on the dice, plus my stealth. Oh, uh, yeah. It's 5, so 21. Yep, you are perfectly fine. He didn't see you, so roll that... Roll that trick attack. All right. Damage. I believe that's... What is that, a d6? I can't remember. Maybe. I'll look it up if you really need me to. Just I don't have it on my sheet. Though. All right, I'll pull it up. I believe it's a d6 as well. So why don't you roll that d6? All right. That is a three. A three. So, yeah, I mean, this is a more deadly attack. You snuck up on him, shot him with his own gun. That's uh, it's really rude. Really, really rude. Uh, we move on. It is now Nono's turn. Nono, what would you like to do? 18 actions? Uh, no, because, you know, after the sugar rush happens, coffee There's rush. There's always a crash. There's yeah, a I crash. Aw. So, um, Nono wants to shoot the guy all the way to the left that we have a get him on. Okay. First off. First off. Ooh, probably not going to do it with an 11. Uh, 11 will 12 with my it. stim. And did you add the plus one for Monowewe off the Mims? Yes. 12 right. total. 
A 12's a hit. What, for real? Yeah, yeah. Oh, These sweet. guys are not very good. So, um, <laughs> roll damage. Three. Three points of damage against this gay. All right, and Wes, just to let you know, your trick attack is a D4, so you, I have my eyes on what I'm here cheating now. I get it. Uh, uh, We move. Well, I rolled a four instead of a three. Would you like to take that better? No. No, you sure? No. Okay. Uh Uh, No, no, is there anything else you'd like to do? Yes, so uh, no, no looks back at Scriff, and Scriff seems to have taken to... uh, on a way we offer Mims. Yeah. Yes. So Scriff is going to, with Mims, take a uh, five foot step, guarded step forward. Okay. Uh, diagonally and take a shot at the get him guy. The get him guy. Get him gay. With a hunting rifle, natural 20. Ooh. Oh boy. All right. Do you want the card or you want double damage? Card. All right. So this card with the hunting rifle. Oh, oh boy. Uh, Shrapnel by the bone. (laughs) The target suffers a 20% chance of being stunned each round for 2d6 rounds. So uh, 2d6 rounds. Yikes. Um, roll Roll your damage first thing. Will it double or is it normal? Uh, it is normal. One point. One point of damage, but man, it's by the bone. Uh, and you can see that it got near his hip joint. Um, and every time he moves, he's kind of creaking a little bit. So he has a chance of being stunned every single round, in which case he would just not do ever do anything. Um, <laughs> that's really sucks. <laughs> but with Nono's move action, since Scriff li- listened to Mims, uh, S- Nono is going to. This is a door, yes? Yes. Uh, Nono would like to go open that door and start climbing the stairs. Uh, you shot. You operated Scriff to move. No. And that's shoot. why I was clarifying. Scriff was listening to Mims when he said, get him. Hmm. I, it still is under your operations. I cannot. Okay. So, uh, so that that is you. Um, so you are you are right where you will be. It is honorary officer Mims time, uh, and you start hearing him sing this battle song, and he just sings, "We're gonna kill them. They'll go be dead. We'll shoot them right in the head." Uh, and says, oh yeah, still get that guy over there. Uh, and then he he pulls out um, his Dashko <gasps> uh, and hops down off of Scriff, standing Dashko to Dashko with a Bedzagak. Um, but that is a move. And another move, uh, because he get him and he moved forward. So that is all honorary officer Mims can do. Mog, it is your turn. All right. going to do something weird here. Always. Uh, I would like to cast telepathic message. Okay. On two of them. Uh, the one in front of a Bedzigak and the one up here. Okay. Because I can target two people per level. All right. 
And I would like to say, in the name of Zaylin, put down your weapons. <gasps> then you're just talking to him. I'm just talking to him. Okay. Why don't but you roll I'm, a diplomacy check? That sounds wonderful. <laughs> I rolled a nat 20. Ah! Uh, plus my Ooh. diplomacy, uh, which is a nine. So 29. Oh. And Ben, you know who Zaylin is, right? Yes. I barely do. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell us what you know about Zaylin? Well, we were told that she's like the captain of the Sunrise Collective and something about from Corona. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, you're you're talking about Zaylin Tripoli. Um, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Boy, you're making me pull around all over this book, aren't you? <laughs> uh, this you're talking about the dude who uh, who was on the view screen. Uh, in the name of Zaylin, drop your weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, and a natural 20. Yep, these guys are like, oh, I don't know what's going on. He said Zaylin's name. Should we stop? I think we should. But they're communicating telepathically. But you right. can hear it. Because I did it telepathically, too. Yeah. It's for so, credibility. Each time they do telepathically, they're like, ah, the doom. And then they drop their guns. Uh, this guy's uh, eyes. I did something. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Mog, you do so much. This guy out uh, of combat. <laughs> this guy in front of you is not stunned this round. Uh, so he's going to continue doing his actions. Um, yeah. Here's what happens. There are four left. The two guys that you just talked to, they dropped their guns. The, uh, the guy up top instead pulls out a grenade mm-hmm. and he tosses it down to this square right here. Oh, good. Right in the middle of that. So that is going to be a a DC five to make sure that I hit the square. I rolled the natural 10. So I need a reflex save. Captain Phoenix from Script and from Honorary Office of Mim. Does it automatically go off? Yes, it does. As we've learned, grenades automatically <laughs> yeah. go off. Unless, of course, somebody drops in a hot potato, in which case that has different rules to it. <laughs> oh. um, but Honorary Officer Mims is able to jump out of the way. Uh, yeah. 23. 23. You are able to jump out of the way as well. Thirty-twenty uh, for Scriff. All right, so all three of you are able to jump out of the way. You take half damage, so you take two points of damage as this grenade explodes. Doesn't do very much. Um, Wait, does one, it hit? Does it hit this guy too? Nah, it only hits this uh, this ten foot square right there. Oh, okay. So boom, 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 boom. Um, and so they are all injured. The one that has got a bullet in his hip. Uh, he's going to take a guarded step over towards the tower and take a shot at... Didn't they drop their weapons? Uh, the other one did. Uh, but they're going to take a shot at either either No-No or Captain Phoenix. No-No, sorry, it is you. Here comes this attack. 
That's a natty 18 on the die, so he shoots you with this rifle. Uh, boom. And you take eight points of damage. Maximum Owie. damage. The one in front of Abedzagak did drop his gun. And instead, he pulls out a, a sword. <laughs> Big old sword. Dashko, Dashko sword. Bring it on. And now, here we go. That is a natural 19 to hit. Mm. And Abedzagak is going to take five points of slicing damage. Ow! Ow! Gotcha. We move on. It is now the top of the round, Abedzagak. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, I have one meta eye, so I'm going to use that. All right, Patches jumps out of your uh, your film crew cam. Oh, hello, uh, Master Abedzagak. Hi, buddy. Heals you up. Four, two points of healing. Thank you so much, buddy. I give him a kiss on the forehead, and I put him back in the camera. Oh, I feel so loved. Um, <laughs> okay, and, go ahead. And he leaves. Good. Okay, I would like to look over to um, to Anuel. We also offer some mims. And I would like to call back to his song. I want to look at Officer Mims in the eyes and say, whispering, we're going to kill him. They're going to be dead. We're going to get him in the head and lift my dash go and slice the mother effer in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll your attack. Hooray! <laughs> Nine. Oh. Nine. Oh, Wait, do no. you have any stims? Mm, I think I use them all. Oh, oh, yeah, no stims, no nothing. Uh, Abed's Gak, probably a little too into the song. They were not <laughs> able to slice into this guy. We move on. Wait, I didn't add my attack bonus. It's 13. That's a hit. Roll your damage. <laughs> I'm learning things about this game. Damage is six. Ha, ha. Hey. <laughs> As you slice down with this Dashko, do some serious damage to this creature. Would you like to move anywhere? Nah, I'm good. Nah, you're good. All right, it is now Captain Phoenix's turn. Captain Phoenix, what would you like to do? I'm gonna go up these stairs next to this guy. So that would require going into the building to get okay. up the stairs. That door is locked. Oh, this door is locked? Yeah. Hmm. It's tricky. Sometimes doors, they lock. Yeah. I have had that problem many times when I've left my keys inside and then the door is locked. And then I'm like, I guess I live here now. Hmm. Okay. Well, am I able to, let me see what the range is. How, how tall are these? Uh, 10 feet high. Oh, all right, cool. So I'm going to stay where I'm at. And... Oh, so you're not going to move over to the door? No, I am. Okay. I'm just repositioning. Oh. Can I shoot up at him? You want to... Yeah, you could take a shot. I'm going to give him some cover, but perfectly fine. Yeah, I said it. I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm using both of my stim packs. Oh, I see. Oh, no, wait. I have 10 stim packs. Yeah, you got 10. I'll use two of them. 
Oh, you're not going to use 10 of them? No, I'll use two. And then um, I do have two med AIs. It doesn't count as an action, but I'd like patches to heal me up for... Oh, yes. Here you are, Captain Phoenix. <laughs> Suturing up your lost arm. Um, My lost arm? Yeah, you lost an arm. <laughs> no, I there. didn't. And then they sutured it up. Uh, little patches. All right, uh, roll your attack. Well, Ben, can you guess what my roll was? A natural one. How about the opposite of that? No! <laughs> do these weapons crit? Uh, yeah, they do. Would you like a card or would you like double damage? Card. All right, card. From the critical hit deck of Paizo, what kind of weapon damage is it? Is it energy, kinetic, anything like that? It's energy, I, I bet. Don't know. Yeah, probably. Yikes. Um, the target is knocked prone and pushed 1d square, 1d6 squares directly away. They're on top of a 10-foot tall building. Oh, <gasps> can I fly him off the building? You shoot him. Uh, hang on, hang on. Okay. Please let me. You look up <laughs> with your needler gun, and he looks over the edge at you, and he goes, "It's locked!" Ha ha! And he, you, re- you look up and you shoot him with this needler, and it hits him right in the face, right, right between the nose and the forehead, right, right in between the eyes, and he's stumbling backwards, and he, he falls off the edge, off the back of this building. Uh, do your normal damage, and I'm gonna roll damage for falling. Oh my gosh, I rolled max damage on myself. <laughs> Bye. So roll your damage. Four. <laughs> what? Four, so times two? No, 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 no. If you oh, take okay. the card, it's not times two. So, so what is four. it? Four. 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 All right. I rolled, so I rolled max. Takes a total of ten points of damage as he just smashes onto the ground. He's got no gun. He's got no more grenades, and he just fell off a building and is knocked prone. <laughs> Yikes. Yes. <laughs> Detrian, it's your turn. Uh, well you're done. in front of this dude who's got, uh, who forgot to act last round. Uh, he was so shocked uh, that you were up there that he literally forgot to take an action, I think. Um, so you've got, you've got his gun right in front of you, um, but he's got a sword in his hand now. What do you do? I can't hear you. I think you've muted yourself. Oh, he's got a sword in his hand, huh? He's got okay. a sword in his hand. Um, Good old saber. Am I within range for it to be a disadvantage if I were to shoot at him? There's no such thing as advantage. Oh, yeah, my fault, my fault. Yeah. The only thing is, if you shoot at him, uh, he will get an attack of opportunity as you are firing in melee combat. All right. Well, I as as a as an operative, I know my way the ways of melee combat pretty well. Sure. So I'm gonna just kind of try to use trick attack again. I'm gonna toss his gun uh, at his face and then pull out my survival knife and uh, get with get in close to him so he can't swing his sword. And if he did, okay. it would be his arm that would hit me uh, and stab him with my survival knife. Absolutely. Uh, roll first. Gosh, that's like a. You're. I'm applying some of my own knowledge of hand to hand fighting to, Let's to this call situation. That a, sir, a sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand? All right, you got yeah. it. Yeah. 
Uh, oh no, that's a natural one. Oh, you throw I, the gun. Hold on, hold on. At the end of last episode, you liked all of our role-playing so much that we all got a point of inspiration. So Wes, if you would like to re-roll, you can, and you have your Agent of Chaos, where you can take one action back. That's very true. Question. I'll use that inspiration to re-roll. Thank you so much, Jamie. You're welcome. Wes! Well, it didn't get much better, sadly. Uh, it's an eight total oh, to sleight yeah, of that's hand. That's not going to be enough. But, I mean, you do have that agent of chaos. You see that you actually just throw the gun way over his head, and he's looking at you with the sword, like, ready to stab you anyway. Oh, okay, yeah, and I'm like, okay, hit it. And, yeah, time, I'm going to go back in time. I get the gun back in my hands. shifts and twirls in the air, and you're all, you all don't feel it, but... but you know, Detrian sees the world around him rewind as time shifts and moves backwards. He now all of a sudden has a gun in his hand again. What do you do? All right. Well, I'm going to try to do my trick attack again. All right. Uh, uh, this time I grab it by the barrel and throw it at him. Okay. And don't a little hard. You, have, you do have all those stim packs making yourself oh, back to your neck. You look almost like an android how many you have on your back. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use five of them for this first roll. Sweet. Uh, all right. So this is a sleight of hand still. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, man, cannot roll very well. That is a thirteen. A thirteen. Can I donate some stims to to Wes for this? How, how many are you donating? I'll <laughs> donate four. Four, huh? So seventeen. Seventeen. You sure that's the number you want to stick with there, Wes? Can I use more? I'll, I'll allow it. I'm going to use three more and make it a dirty 20. Dirty 20? Are you sure that's where you want it to stop? He's just wasting your Stimpex. You yes, sure? yes, that's where I want it to stop. Are you sure you don't want it to go to 21? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you need a 21. Okay, do it. <laughs> Sure, I'll use another one. <laughs> Dang it, Ben. Yeah, nice, you're this is the nicest, meanest Ben. <laughs> I, know, I know, I can't tell. He throws I know, I know, can't I, I know, I know. You won't ever be able to tell if that was necessary or not, but you absolutely see that this thing just slams into his face and it leaves you an opportunity to stab him in the gut. Roll your right. attack roll. All right. Uh, all right. I will roll my attack roll. Uh, I'm going to use another uh, three stem packs. All right. Uh, so my attack with my knife. Okay, cool. That is a 15. 15 is a hit. Roll damage and add your D4 for trick attack. All right, cool. Oop. So that uh, is a two. And then my D4 uh, is a three, so five total. Five points of damage as you stab this guy in the gullet. We move on. It is No-No's turn. No-No, what would you like to do? Uh, No-No would like to move to get back on Scriff. Okay. Uh, can I do that with one move action? Yeah, I'll allow that. Sweet. Uh, and she will still take a shot at the guy that she was told to get him. Yeah, you currently still have get him on there. So uh, go ahead and take that shot. So as she's running, she's trying to level this pistol. As she's getting on top of Griff. 
17. 17 is a hit. Roll damage. Oh, boy. Three points of damage. Three points of damage. You just keep firing into this guy. He's backed himself into a corner. Uh, what else are you going to do? Is he still up? Yeah, he's still up. Uh, then she'll tell Scriff to take a shot as well. Go for it. Ooh, 17 on the die. I believe that with the get him is dirty 20. Yeah, that's a hit. Uh, roll some damage. Three. Three points of damage. You see that Nono and Scriff are just lighting up this this Lashunta in front of you wearing a, uh, this this one is actually wearing the Brass Dragons uh, mm. logo. So you see that Nono's holding back. Not at all. It's Honorary Captain Mims. Honorary Captain Mims. Honorary Captain Mims is going to say, you know what, I'll take a, I'm going to slice this person with my dashko. So here it comes. Slice, 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 slice. And uh, uh, it misses entirely. Uh, <laughs> poor old Honorary uh, Captain Mims uh, does not hit um, and is... Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, swing them wild. A Benzagak and honorary Captain Mims. Uh, we move on. It is Mom's turn. Uh, I'll, I'll take a garden step over to my left here, and I'll I'll take a shot. Trying to do my best to help out in this trying time. All right, <laughs> love it. Thank you. Oh. oh. I got, a, I got a 17. That's a hit. So roll down. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> and my damage is one. <laughs> and that's how you do that. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, that's that's very, very funny. Um, <laughs> one day I'll have more spells per day. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. This guy in the corner drops his gun. And he pulls out a grenade, and he lobs it uh, right into this big old pile of people. So Mm. Honorary Captain Mims, Abedzagak, Nono, and Scriff all need to make reflex saves. Damn it. Honorary Captain Mims passes. 22. Uh, Pass. 17 for Nono. Pass. And then for Scriff. 12. Also a pass. Uh, yep. Yep. Actually, it is a 15 foot range. And so that will also include Mog and this poor guy that is being beaten up by a Dashko. Uh, so. <laughs> it's reflex, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got in that 20. That slippery slug man, he bounces away real fast. Um, and you see that this, uh, this poor guy, he was not expecting his friend to, uh, frag grenade him. And, uh, well, he takes full damage. You're all only going to take one point of damage, but this guy in front, he takes the full brunt of it. Two points of damage. (laughs) The guy in front is angry. Um, and he is going to attack (laughs) with his saber gonna attack on a way we captain Mims. No! Yes. No. Yes. It's a 15 on the die. He hits 
Mims for five points of damage as you see this poor little skittermander start to bleed. It's blood. Nono's gonna send patches. Patches! All right. Send over patches. Oh, yes. I will heal up this other creature, skittermander. And how many hit points do they get back? Two. Two? All right. I didn't. I only add one patches. All right. So... Honorary Captain Mims gets two hit points back. We continue along. It's the one on top's turn. Uh, he turns with a saber finally in his hand to Detrian, who just stabbed him. Uh, and he's going to attack very aggressively in a mean manner and rudely. That's a total of a 12 against your KAC. I don't think you're... I think you're muted again. It does not hit. All right. So does not hit Detran. Um, man, the guy in the back who got knocked off, he stands up, and then you see him start running. <gasps> he makes it <gasps> there. Yeah. Oh, a gag. It's your turn. I'm very upset because our poor friend just wanted to help. And now he has taken points of damage and I'm angry. I would like to run over to Mog because my weapons have been useless. (laughs) Don't say it. Do not say it. He needs that emotional support. Mog, you have done very well in this particular battle. I need this for a second. (laughs) I take it. All right. Costco's not working. And I would like to look at Officer Mims and say, this is for you. <laughs> and I would like to... I want you to know how much I'm letting you get away with. Like, <laughs> running over to Mog and running back and taking the rug. It's not that you... far. It's not that far. It's All right, but I am going to take an attack of opportunity against you. That is Fine. the one thing. It's oh, worth please. it. Oh, <laughs> Definitely a hit as you're running away. Uh, I, I don't know. That's a, tw- a 21 to hit. Oh, that hits. Oh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> uh, so as you're running away, this thing slices into your back, Ow! down your spine, dealing nine points of damage. <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> All right. uh, am I unconscious? Are you? Well, five minus nine is uh, negative four. Are you gone through all your stamina and now? Stamina. I'm now on your hit. You're on your hit points. So as soon as your hit points go down, that's when you're unconscious. Uh oh. Okie dokie. So you still are fine. For a bit at least. I'm a little dizzy, but I'm gonna do my best. And I would like to smack this guy in front of me with this rug. Absolutely. Absolutely. gonna be a 19 yeah that's a hit uh good night 1d4 minus or 1d4 plus your strength bonus (laughs) six all right you take six points of non-lethal damage you wallop this guy across the face and uh and he is unconscious (laughs) um and and you see that on a way we kept uh, on a way we also mims goes 
while I never thought about using a wug before in battle, <laughs> that seems like a great idea. <laughs> now my weapon of choice, I will use wug every single time. Do you have extra wugs? This is the um, only rug I have. <laughs> <laughs> but we are sharing it among the people. It keeps working. <laughs> I can't believe you keep knocking things unconscious with the rug. Officer Mims, would you like this rug? I, you can I use would. it on your next turn. Oh, you hand me the rug, please. No, he, he doesn't go. get the rug. He's got Why a Dashko. He's got a Dashko. So he do has, I. <laughs> a tiny little Dashko, and I want this tiny little Skittermander to hit with this tiny little Dashko. All right. He has, he has six arms, though, Ben. He uh, can have both. <laughs> it is true. He holds the rug in his six hands. Looking all six. It is Captain Phoenix's turn. What are you gonna do, Captain Phoenix? I think I'm gonna do something a little crazy. Love so, it. So, you said that the, well, this front gate here, okay? Yeah. yeah. Is it, d- does it look like it's open? Is it open or is it closed? No. That gate is uh, is made of pure steel. Um, it's got little, it's steel crisscrosses going down it, marking a whole bunch of X's. You can see that the gate to the side, that's just your regular old wire fence. But uh, but this one seems a bit sturdier in the front. Okay, but you said that these towers are 10 feet high. Yes. So Ben, I can move 80 feet if I choose to just move this round. Okay. Here's what I wanna do, and you can tell me if I'm able to. All right. I would like to climb up the tower, All right. climb down the other side, and run toward Mr. Runaway. Climbing will require a, uh, will require a, nope, will require an acrobatics check and will also cost you half your movement speed. So in order to climb up and climb down, you get on the other side at the end of your turn. But I, uh, half my movement speed, but if I have 80 feet, shouldn't I still be able to at least get here? 10 feet up, 10 feet over, 10 feet down, that would give, uh, that would give, I guess you'd have 10 more feet of movement. Of 80? Yeah. Okay. Is the 10 climbing up doubles to 20? Yeah. So 20 going up, 20 going down, 10 going across, 50. It's 50. Okay. Um, but really it's like, it takes some whole move action to climb. And then it takes some move action to climb down. Okay, so I'd be able to pretty much get to like here or here. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll let you get there. Okay, let's try it. Why not? Two acrobatics checks. Great, let's do it. All right, let's do it. And I'm gonna, I have nine stim packs. I will use four on this first one. Oops. Yikes. This first one. Okay, that's an 18. Uh, for climbing up a sheer face, you are- uh, you are 18 able. plus four. Yeah. <laughs> you Sorry, are, I should have you, said the total. You see that there are like lights that are hung up and you, you just kind of run up and jump and grab hold of them and then pull yourself up to the top. You are up on the top of this uh, building now. Uh, ooh. Hang on. So technically, you're right there. Okay. Uh, 
And that would have been 30 feet of move, movement. That's like one move action to climb. One, one move action. You have okay. another action. Great. I do, actually. And instead of climbing down, I've changed my mind. Okay. And does this guy have... Um, I am, I'm assuming he's got like a data pad on him or or like some form of electrical technology. Yes, because how ridiculous would it be for anyone in a sci-fi setting to not have any electronics on them, right? Like just right. I mean, ridiculous. absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Well, then that's the perfect amount of uh, range for me to just cast my jolting surge in which you get no save. Hang on, hang on. I always, every time this gets pulled up, I like want to look up Jolting Surge because I (laughs) just- It's the best. I really don't believe it's what it is. Um, It is. I know. And Um, I get a plus two to my attack because- You have to roll a range, it it is range touch. I know. You have to go up and touch them. It's not something you can cast at will from far away and just be like Storm and just be like, Lightning Bolt! Are you sure? Yes, range touch. I'm looking at it right now. Well, range touch means... Rules, Katie! Rules! Doesn't that mean she makes a touch attack from range? No. That's what I thought. If it said said range, ranged touch attack, then it would be a ranged touch attack. When it says range touch, that is the rules that you have to be close enough to touch them. Oh, I see what you're saying. Range, colon, touch. Yeah. I see. Okay, not Evil a problem. Jim Jam confirms in the chat as well. Got it. That's <laughs> fine. That's totally fine. Because uh, instead, I'll cast Junk Shard on him instead. What? 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 I'm, I'm going to look this up too in case. What's this spell you're throwing at me now? <laughs> junk Shard. Junk Shard? Yes. Oh, yikes. Okay. And it's 35 feet. Okay which is perfect. And I basically summon sharp fragments of technological junk that fly toward your target and deal 3d6 piercing and slashing damage. Rude. All right, uh, (laughs) yeah, um, hang on. Hang on, I gotta look up your new spells because you're you're cheating. These me. aren't new. <laughs> I've used them before. You've never used junk shard on me. Yes, before. I have. Yes, I have. All right. I can't even find it in the thing. What's it called? Is it one word? Mm-mm. No, it's two. I found junk? it. I have it right here. Okay, you tell me what it says because I can't find it. Uh, twenty-five feet plus five feet per two levels, so thirty okay. feet. One creature or object. Uh, <laughs> Katie, you're five feet away from being able to cast it. <laughs> reflex half, spell resistance. No, I'm not. I'm 30 feet. No, you said 35 feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, technically you can only use it. Move forward feet. one square. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Had enough movement to jump over the other side, so just move one more square on the tower and you oh, group yeah. in. Yeah, I do have one more. I do have five more feet of movement after my climbing. So you really do. Climbing up is the movement. Oh, right. You don't get extra on top of that. To climb is to move. It's not you get that and the movement as well. Ben Birch. (laughs) Before I decide what I'm doing, Wild Galguin has donated $50. 
Since they used some, need to make sure they have more. Five stims each to Phoenix and Detrian. Oh my goodness. And Willow Ridley donating $30. Oh, let's make Wes use all of his stim packs. Let's replenish those. Six for Wes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, guys. This is ridiculous. Heck yeah. Uh, Oh my gosh. This is so, great. But you're stuck right. there. You can either jump down to the other side. I'm jumping. Fine. Shoot Fine, him with Ben. With pistol, or, I mean, these are I can't shoot him with my pistol because that's only 15 feet. You so can I'm jumping down. You always shoot outside of range. It just takes a minus two penalty for every range increment it is outside. No, nah, I'm jumping down. Okay, fine. You jump down to the other side, effectively splitting the party. Um, so I rolled an 18. Uh, just to make sure I don't like fall and break a leg or something. Sure, so, sure, sure, sure. 18 plus two is a dirty 20. Dirty 20. You're on the other side. You jump down. I said you could get right here, and I'm yeah. my word. You jump down on the other side. There you that go. was exhausting, Ben. You no, know, it was hysterical, though. I really <laughs> telling you no. Um, Detrian, your turn. Saber versus knife. Who's going to win? Um... Hmm. Would I have noticed any of that happening on the other tower? Yeah, absolutely. You're looking right across from it. You see the guy cool. in front of you is trying to bob and weave, uh, but but you are able to see that there is uh, Captain Phoenix jump down on the other side. Okay. So what I would like to do, uh, would I be able, and I would be able to see this guy in the courtyard, or is this building blocking me? That building is blocking you in the courtyard. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, I, I would, uh, I've tossed the gun back at him and I've stabbed him. Um, can I make another, I would like to make another trick attack potentially and steal his saber and stab him with his own saber. So this is a CMD, uh, a CMB. So this is once again against his KAC plus eight. This is a, uh, you have to put your knife away. Um, and so, and then try and grab it. Uh, this is, this is hard to do, but you can. Uh, is it hard to do if I use 12 stim packs just cause it's fun? You use 12 stim packs. They fly out of the... Remember, they fly out of the uh, the, uh-huh. the filming AI uh, and they just attach themselves to your neck. And then... Thanks, guys. 12, go into... Yeah, roll your D20. He's 20. Well, I shouldn't have used it because I got a natural 20 on that one. Woo! Wow. You grab this guy's saber and now he is weaponless. He does not have a gun. He does not have a saber. Yikes. I'm very happy about that, Matt. 20. <laughs> it is No-No's turn. What would Wait, you like? Do I get damage on him or no? No, because you just grabbed it away from him. Oh, I thought I was trying to like, try and stab it. Stab no, him with it. No, okay. you don't get to do that unless you've got eight BBBBs, uh, which, <laughs> which, you know, you had the first time. Give him a day. Oh, okay. Give okay. him a day. <laughs> No, no, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, there's no getums oh, yeah. going. I gotta uh, say, I love this comment from Silent H that says, you're more stim fluid than blood at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yep, that's accurate. 
Okay. Uh, this fella to the left that I've been lighting up, is he still yeah. standing? He is. His hip hurts big time, but he is standing <laughs> currently. And this fella you said was unconscious. Yeah, unconscious. All right. Uh, Nono's going to take another shot at the guy to the left. Okay. Detrian used a stealth check, by the way. What? Oh. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, I will also use my point of inspiration from last week because that was a two on the dice. Oh, boy. That, however, is much better. That will be a an 18 total. Yeah, an 18 total. That's a hit. Roll your damage. Ugh, one point. One point. I mean, you're shooting. You're peppering away. You keep hitting this guy little by little with bullets. Uh, they're small bullets from a small creature, uh, so they're a lot less painful. They're kind of like BBs, but you're doing it. Uh, does Scriff wish to ask? Yes, because this guy made me upset, so Scriff's going to take a shot, too. All right, love it. I wish I hadn't used that point of inspiration. <sighs> Why? Is it a natural one? It is a natural one. Oh, I get to use the critical fumble deck. All right, this is oh, a kinetic spiffy. damage. This is called Fog of War. For 1d4 rounds, you threaten no squares and can't attack any targets that you can't see now. Um, so what I'm going to say is a bit of the processing unit in script messes up, it jumbles up. Uh, you, you've got a little bit of a virus. And for three rounds, he doesn't see anyone. Uh, nobody? Nobody. He doesn't see anybody. It's but what all if the way I mean... off his old man's home. He sees an enemy. So he takes a golden step up and flaming Doshko's the sky. And he starts singing, I'm gonna smash you, I'm gonna smash you, I'm gonna crush you, you're gonna be dead. All right, that is a hit with his flaming Doshko. Here we go. Wow, this thing's really good. He does a total of eight points of damage as he lays into this guy's hip that has already been injured, and he kills that guy. Whoa! Nice. Honorary Officer Mims coming in for the victory. Wow. Move along. It is now Mog's turn. Mog, what would you like to do? I think we need an honorary first mate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Stop uh, trying to, like, adopt all of the We have creatures. to. We have to. You no. gotta feed the cats and the cats will come. <laughs> no. Uh, I'll just take a garden step right here. Uh, and say, well done, my friend. <laughs> and then go ahead and shoot at this one by Benzigak. That one is unconscious. You want to still keep shooting? No, I don't. Wow, that's <laughs> crazy. Uh, I'll, can I shoot up at this one by Detrian? Uh, yeah, you have an angle. Go ahead. I got the angle. Here comes, here comes the miss. Ooh, that's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't hit him. That's okay. Uh, I, I liked it though. It was good. It was a real, uh, real good attempt. All right. Who to start with? Let's start with the guy near Detrian. These are soldiers, well trained, ruthless. 
He looks down. He sees that his friends are dead. His other buddy's running away. He's got no sword. He's got no gun. And he pulls the detrium. He pulls out a grenade. Of course. And he pulls the pin. He says, well, if you want to play, let's play. And he pops it right in front of him. Uh, I need you to make a reflex save, and he will also make a reflex save as right. he tries to crush you with his one and only weapon. Ooh. He rolled a natural uh, 20 to save. Uh, I rolled a 13. A 13 is is still a save. But the grenade grows off and does half damage. You both bounce behind. On reflex saves, I do not take any damage. Also, while Galguin <laughs> has donated $20, Detrian gets four more stims because he used so many on a nat 20. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. All right. <laughs> Fine. He takes two points of damage as he blows himself up a little bit. Um, <laughs> and you jump behind a, uh, a box and uh, you're totally fine. Everything's great. I love this game so much. You know why? It's because this guy over here behind the gate runs a little bit further. You see that there's a camera on this side of the building. Oh. Uh, and he opens up his data pad and starts waving frantically. Ah. And then all of a sudden you hear a... Abedzagak, it is your turn. Oh man, well, the guy ran! What do we do? (laughs) How, um, okay, how hard it is, is it to jump? How hard it is? Sorry, how hard is it to jump over this, like, like gate thing here. It is eight feet tall. You are uh, you're a little bit shorter than eight feet. I'm six feet tall. Yeah. Uh, how hard is it for you, Jess, as a person, to jump over your height? I'm very strong, usually. <laughs> <laughs> I will allow the perfect you tactic was to not answer the question. You did wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I will allow you with an acrobatics check to try. Okay, I have acrobatics. I'm so excited. It's gonna be tough. It's not gonna be easy. 18. Uh yeah, you're let me see. Where is this? Um yeah, sure, you jump over the wall. Good for you. You're a Yay. hero. Okay, great. I jump over the wall and uh I have my plasma bolter has a range of 40 feet. So if I'm over this wall, mm, you are 50 feet away. Dang it. You could do it. You just take a minus two to the shot. Okay. I would like to give a Benzigak a plus three to that. Thank you. Okay, here we go. Out. Here we go. Here's the math. <laughs> what? It's going to be a 24. Yeah. That's a hit. Uh... Boy, that's fun. Everybody roll damage. Everybody just roll damage on your turn. You know, just... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh... And Ben's pouting. <laughs> Six. Six. You, you shoot him from a really far away away, and then boom, it pops into him. He's still waving his hands fiercely in the air. Um... All right, Captain Phoenix, what would you like to do? 
I kind of want to pull a crag and tackle and shackle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to move up. All right. You use half of your movement speed to get up to him. And I would like to... Hmm... I'm gonna, how, how do I, how does Captain Phoenix feel he is? Like, is he bleeding profusely while he's like waving this data pad or what? Not profusely, um, but he's bleeding pretty bad. It's pretty bad off. Cool. Then I'm gonna now junk shard him. Junk shard. All I'm right. gonna try to junk shard him, which is a ranged attack. Okay. And oh hmm. no! If I'm using a level one spell, I'm gonna jolting surge him because then there's no save for you. So we're gonna go with that one instead. All right, and, you gotta roll a touch attack. Great, I will. And I'm also using two of my stims, so I'm adding a two. Okay. Okay, so that's gonna be a nineteen to hit. That's a hit. Roll damage. Damage is gonna be, ooh. Oh wait, that's actually a 21 to hit. Oh great, so much better. Okay, just making sure. Um, So then that's gonna be 4d6. Hold on, I have to find 4d6, because that's a lot. So All right. Haunting. So Here we go, sorry. <laughs> Can't help it, it's so fun to roll a bunch of dice. That's going to be 6, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 points of damage. And this guy, you can see a skeleton as he electrocutes and dies. (laughs) You see a camera as it turns to look at you. And I would like to look up at the camera, not not even sure if they can hear me or not. And I'm going to look right at the camera and I'm going to say, this man was a spy. I've just saved you all. Sunspots. (laughs) Sunspots. <laughs> you just a, say it. Roll a diplomacy check. <laughs> you just yell sunspots all the time. <laughs> well, I didn't yell it. I'm. I'm. I, I imagine Captain Phoenix would have said it in like a better tone, but she I'm didn't really yell excited. it. She declared it. I declared it. Okay, eighteen. Eighteen. All right. That's good to know. Uh, Detrian, it's your turn. What would you like to do? You now have this man's saber. Before Detrian acts, you should know, Wes, Abslin's donated $25, five stim packs to Wesley, because stim packs don't grow on trees, you dork. And then Willow Ridley... I didn't know I was going to roll a nat 20, and I really wanted to take his sword, okay? And Willow Ridley donated 10. Wesley Allen Johnson, you're lucky we love you. Don't be so reckless. Haha, <laughs> two stims for Wes from the smallest Wesley. Close my eyes. I've stolen all of his guns and forced him to blow himself up with a grenade. I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> look, I look away from it for 10 seconds, and all of a sudden, Wes has 21 stim packs. <laughs> yes. Um... So I'd like to, you know, hold the, the, the saber up and he's still dusting himself off from getting hit with a grenade and be like, yeah. I respect that move. And I'd like to actually hit him with the side of the saber and knock, try to knock him unconscious. All right, roll, roll an attack roll, minus four. 
Um, Minus four? Yeah, for trying to use a lethal weapon non-lethally. Okay. Uh, 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 I think that's only a nine. Nine. Because Uh, of the minus four. Yeah, that's, uh, he dodges out of the way. You you think maybe if you would have sliced him through with the normal end, you would have gotten him, but, uh... Yeah, he earned earned my respect as a soldier, though. That's a a ballsy move that he just did. That was was a pretty tough move that he just did. It did not work out well for him, but, uh, he did it. No-No and Scriff, uh, or, I mean, Detrian, do you want to move anywhere? Uh, I mean, is he, like, knocked down from the grenade or anything? I mean, he's right there. You can see he's got nothing. All right. Yeah. After I take the swipe, I'm like, don't make me kill you. I, I yeah, just pretty much, like, just point the sword at him after that and just be like, please don't make me kill you. Okay. Uh, You've earned my respect with the grenade. Okay, fair. Um... Next up is No-No. No-No, what would you like to do? So No-No turns Scriff and aims up at uh, the top of the tower where Detrian is, and she begins yelling, Suppressive fire! <laughs> but, like, obviously nothing happens because yeah. Scriff can't do that right now. Yeah. Uh, and Nono is desperately, desperately concerned. Jamie's a little concerned about Scriff right now. Uh, so Nono, out of sheer desperation, is going to shoot from down here, not knowing okay. what's happening up there with yeah. this mutual respect. There's a lot. <laughs> you see, all he's got is a sword going into the guy's throat. So, uh, yeah, roll an attack roll. 19. That's a hit. Roll damage. Three. Three. And you kill the poor, poor man on top of the uh, guard tower. Congratulations. You've killed everyone. But he died knowing he had Detrian's respect. Yeah. I I just kind of look at his corpse and I'm just like, oh well. (laughs) What do you do? Um, I would like to move over toward, if you could remind us where the doors are over here, but yeah, I'd like absolutely. to move over to the right here. Right there. Uh, the rest of the building you see has some windows on it, but they seem to be all boarded up quite tight. And I am trying to change the sirenscape. It's just taking a little while to load, so just calm down. Then besides a camera, what can I see from my angle? Uh, from your angle, you do see around back, there seems to be, you, you seem to be hearing some noise, um, some training noise. Roll a perception did, check. Did the alarm stop? No, the alarm is still blaring. Uh, 13. 13. Yeah, it must be training because what else would it be? And they haven't like quite responded to the alarm noise. You don't really know what's going on. Do the rest of us hear that alarm noise? Uh, yeah, it's blaring right now. Are there any like metal panels on the wall that looks like uh, there would be wires or like controls? Uh, in or- the security guards' uh Towers, you you could think that there would be some uh, some sort of gate operation. Maybe there might be some electrical equipment that responds to it. So, uh, Nono's gonna come back over. Well, she never went uh, to this door over here, 
on the left and okay. attempt to open it. Okay. Uh, roll a roll an engineering check. Uh, while she's doing that, I would like to realize that I'm very vulnerable in the spot and come up to the top of the tower with Detri and say, Ah, we have the high ground. Uh, 19 on engineering. 19 total? Yes. Um, you are able, it's, it's pretty tricky. It's not, uh, it's not really, it's not so easy. You're kind of digging into it and you're like, wait a second, this is a military operation. Uh, it's, it's a strong military grade system. It would take more than that to break through. I mean, could I, uh, no, no, well, hey, can, can anybody come help me with this stupid door? We gotta get in. Shut up, you know him. Uh, I have a question. Last I would escape. Hang on. It's hopefully it's gonna come back soon. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, on the way, Officer Bibbs walks over. He's like, I will help you with this. This won't be. Will. Wait, hold on. I'm healed. Can you Hello. Hi. Hello. The guy. He's unconscious, but he's not dead. Chop his hand off. <laughs> Jeez. Honorary <laughs> officer, man. <laughs> I knew I liked you. Wait, 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 wait. What if he can turn the alarm off and give us information on how to get in? What if his hand is all that is required to turn his hand, the alarm off? Does Mog still have his um, message on me? Uh, yeah. I mean, no, no, because he cast it on the other two guys. Right. Okay. I think that was days ago, right? That uh, <laughs> was days. Ago. Uh, yeah, probably. Can, I, can <laughs> I go down in the tower and just look and see if the gate controls are there? Yes. Uh, yeah, you do. You go down in the tower uh, now that you are on top, and there are some gate controls. It looks like they also would be kind of hard to to get into, you might need No-No's help uh, in order to open up this gate. All right, I'll open the door from the inside. Okay, uh, able to yeah. open the door. Um, what do you say? Uh, hey, No-No, got gate controls here. You think you can help me hack it? Absolutely. Helping is fundamental to you anything in life. And you go in, roll your engineering checks. This time you can have Detrian's help. Detrian, all you got to roll is a uh, a 10 or higher on your, uh, to aid in this engineering. That's a nat 20 again. Oh my goodness. Uh, Jamie, what is your score? With plus two from Detrian? Yes. Uh, that is engineering, correct? Yes. 23. Okay, you are able this time to- uh, I'm show it break in and open the gate and turn off the alarm. It takes you uh, (laughs) a... It takes you a total... uh, You know, it it takes you a good minute to do this, uh, but you're capable of doing it. And in that time, all you hear is, uh, Odo. Uh, Odo. Odo. Uh, Everyone. 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 What? Remember how I told you that the general used to release monsters down here for the for for them to hunt as as military operations procedures. Uh, yep. 
Okay. There's one white inside, white next to Captain Phoenix. And Captain Phoenix, you turn around and you see a lumbering alien, huge in its body, come charging towards you. Uh, I'm dead. I'm going to die. Time. <laughs> oh my God. I used I used all my my spells. I'm done. I can't do anything except run away from it next week. You all rock. Um, that fam is the best fam. You guys are you guys are truly great, and we're happy that you're hanging out here with us on a Saturday night. Um, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your weekend and go out into the world with love and love on each other. And, uh, and make sure you love yourself, too. All right, we'll see you next time for a little more. Things in space! In space. <laughs>